It's Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number nine for Wednesday, July 12th, 2017. How's it going, everybody? I've got a lot to talk about this week, so buckle up. It could be a long episode. Uh, This week, I'm talking about my trip to Halifax with the lady. It was a fantastic trip. Uh, I'm talking uh, very briefly about the new Spider-Man movie. I had a chance to see that. Everyone knows I'm a big Marvel, Marvel geek, so I had an opportunity to see that, of course. I did a quick little featuring spot at the Absolute Comedy Prove Your Comic Competition, and I'll talk briefly about that as well. And of course, I'm going to get to your questions later on, guys. We got a lot of questions that came in this week. Very excited. And of course, with me by my side today to uh, to talk about our trip and all things last week, I have, uh, uh, you know, my beautiful Crystal Martin here with me. Welcome. Hey. How are you? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, we may as well get right into it. Yeah. Off the top, we did. Uh, we did. We went to Halifax. Yeah. We drove. <laughs> 13 and a half hours, according to Google Maps and Apple Maps, 13 and a half hours, but we ended up doing it in what, like 15 total? Uh, yeah, we did pretty good though. We didn't stop that much considering. Yeah, we left Ottawa. So what we did, guys, we plotted a course. I think I'd mentioned all the places that we were going to go in previous podcasts, so I won't, uh, you know, subject you to the what the plan was. But we left Ottawa by the time we had dropped off uh, the little one. And got to uh, McDonald's for our quick little brekkie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you had those breakfast burritos, eh? You had breakfast oh. burrito and threw out the other one. Yeah. How was that? I didn't eat the second one. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's not a sponsor. We can run McDonald's. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we grabbed a quick McDonald's brekkie and we're probably on the road by 730. Yep. And after like plotting, of course, because we didn't know how long uh, a tank of gas would get us for the most part. We weren't really sure where the gas stations would be or whatever, but we managed to get, we left at 7.30. We got to Halifax at about, what, 11, 11. o'clock? Yeah, we yeah. got 11 o'clock. And we, just for the record, we lost an hour due to time zones. So while we were plotting it, we were going, okay, this is great. We we have to be at our Airbnb by midnight and we have, you know, we're going to get there by 10 o'clock. And then we're like, shit. And we, this was us factoring in, like, I think we only stopped for about an hour, maybe an hour 15 total. That's all gases and, and mm-hmm. pee breaks, right? I don't, really don't think we were longer than that. I don't think so. We were pretty quick. Yeah. Like we would stop gas, pee, you know. Grab if, a coffee. Exactly. And then back, right back on the road. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, guys, I mean, I had mentioned before, but I think the two of us have never been further east than Montreal before. Yeah. And, uh. Once we passed Montreal, uh, the roads went crazy. There was a lot of crazy highways in Montreal Mm -hmm. further than where I've ever been downtown. That was hectic. Yeah, I was driving, so. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did great. She she did great. Uh, But the the idea was, is that there was a ton of roads. Like, Ottawa were pretty lucky because our highway, our Queensway, is like straight. It's pretty straightforward, too. Yeah, it's it's a linear road. turn, you're pretty good either way yeah you don't have exits on both the left and the right of you you don't have three different types of highways all hugging each other like in toronto Mm -hmm. they have the collectors and the express you have like three different types of area that you're on on this thing plus you know highways that bend off and shoot over to ottawa straight it's one end to the other and that's it you either get on or get off at the right and that's it Mm -hmm. you know it's it's simple as that so uh i mean this one was a little wacky and we ended up going fuck it Apple Maps and Google Maps was our our partner in crime for the trip. Yeah. So it's so much better. I'm using it now yeah. from now on. I used it today 
and it showed me you've arrived at home and it showed me a picture of my home i'm like oh google really? i love you like a little emoji of the house no it was like google maps trend like picture of what my address would look like really yeah like, like the front of the condos kind of like it's not exact it right. gives a rough idea but still it's like that's that's my home area Holy shit I, yeah, didn't, I, know. I didn't know it did that i know <laughs> that's crazy so yeah okay. google maps yeah I mean, I love Apple, but they've they they fucked up too many times in the last couple of weeks for me. Like yeah. in the Montreal trip, I was talking about how it, it led me astray right into a bunch of shitty traffic. Told me I was going to save time, and it's done that to me before. Yeah, Google's so, done that too a bit, but have they? A little bit, yeah. but still, I don't know. Mm. What are we drinking this week? Stay tuned to find out. If you uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, you'd know what we were drinking right now. And yeah, it's a Summersby product, but which one? Which one? You'll have to find out when we get to that portion. Um, <laughs> I always do that. I always just do the quick little tease, but I let them hear me slurping it and the happiness that I feel. My taste buds are a dance. It's like the prom in my mouth right now. <laughs> taste buds are all a dancing, all by themselves, right? Because it's prom. They're afraid to ask you. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they're all by themselves because that's how taste buds work and they won't. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so we switched to Google Maps because Google Maps, uh, just as a side note, it'll actually tell you in the picture how many lanes there are. Because I know sometimes when I'm driving with a different GPS system or whatever, at least in the past, typically the Apple one, uh, what would happen is it tells you like to, to, to you know keep right or something like that. But then there'll be like three different right exits yeah. in one spot. I'm like, well, what fucking one? What lane? I've been told to keep right when it wanted me to exit. I've been told to keep right when I was supposed to just stay to the right of the split but not get off the end. It gets confusing. Google will actually show you a small little picture with like arrows basically showing you how many lanes there are and then a white arrow showing you what lane it wants you to, to go in. Yeah. So it makes it a lot easier than like keep right. I'm like, well, there's three different things I can do to the right right now. Mm -hmm. So anyways, that, that made it very easy for us, especially with all the uh, different places we were supposed to go on and off in Montreal. Uh, it helped out in Halifax as well, but but getting back to the trip, um, it was a great ride. And what we had planned originally, and and we ended up doing, was we were like, it's a long ride. Let's listen to a podcast. And of course, one of the ones that was suggested to us over and over again was the podcast serial. And not to plug another podcast while I'm you know doing my own, but effectively, we started listening to the serial podcast, which is like uh, episodic. You listen to mm -hmm. one, it's a story. Of course, like the word cereal. It's not breakfast cereal. It's cereal, like serialized, a series of podcasts. And uh, it was okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, everybody said that the first season was incredible, and it's the second one that starts to lose you. I don't know. What it, What did you think, hon? It was basically like making, like the, the, the way it sounded when people were describing it is that it was like making a murderer. This woman's trying to, someone mm -hmm. was murdered. This woman's recounting the events of the, the murder and every episode you're learning more and more about the accused who's in jail and this and that and the other. What did, what did you think? Um, it, it was interesting, but just like uh, making a murderer, like the, you really, you have to decide for yourself in the end. They give you a ton of information. Each of them contradicts the other. So it's like, could be this. No, it could be that. No, it could be this. No, it could be that. And then you're just left with, yeah, it really could be either or. Yeah. So uh, here, take all that information, all those hours you spent listening to all this stuff and... Uh, you know, you're like all the, the courts, I guess, who don't really know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I mean, Making a Murderer, you and I binge watched. Yeah. On Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, we sat uh, in our pajamas. 
You know what? Like we did in the car ride. We actually yeah. were like in our super, com- we're like, we have nobody to show off to. Yeah. In gas stations, I swear I was practically <laughs> in my pajamas. <laughs> Who gives but, a shit? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be driving for hours on end in the car, you may as well be comfortable. And that's yeah. what we were. So just like on Christmas Day when we binged Making a Murderer, we were in the car and we binged cereal. Now, mm-hmm. we didn't uh, start cereal until later in the day. So it's not like we had the whole, we didn't listen to the whole thing mm-hmm. the first day. Um I would say to anyone who enjoys podcasts, um, give it a listen. Yeah, um, absolutely. We lost interest somewhat way through. Like again, making a murder, it was almost like every episode ended and we're like, we had to just go right to the next. Mm-hmm. I don't think at any point we even questioned whether or not we we're going to keep watching. Mm-hmm. Um, Serial definitely was slower paced. I mean, it's not visual. I don't know if that makes a big difference, but at the Maybe. same time, we were thirsty for entertainment in the car, right? Because we're in a car ride. Mm-hmm. You'd think that regardless of that, we'd be more... I don't know. It was well done. So in terms of like when everyone was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. You've got to to listen to this. It's it's unbelievable. Blah, blah, blah. Um, We were kind of like, well, it's all right. Something to listen to. But I think we lost interest and we started doing other things. We threw on some other podcasts. You and know, then, yeah, sorry. Ahead. Maybe yeah, yeah, it's because we binge watched it. Maybe it's one of those things that's better off watching an episode a week or listening to an episode a week. You know, because yeah. it keeps your interest for that amount, and then you're curious for the next week. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's just one of those things. It's not good. Yeah. To watch it straight. No, no, you're right, and it's it, like, and like you said too. It's. I guess for me, I I knew because uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, I got to fucking out him, but he's a buddy of mine. Matt Watson was saying he listened to it, and I was telling you. Yeah, I think you never I knew. told me what party said. Yeah, though. so this is what Matt said. Well, do you want to say it right on this? Yeah, like, we'll do it on this. Why not? All right. Yeah, so we, uh, we already spoil alert for anyone who doesn't <laughs> want to know anything. Well, I don't. I don't know if this spoils it because you've already said like in the end you have to decide for yourself. Oh shoot! So. Sorry guys. <laughs> no worries. I didn't give you the alert. Sorry. Well, Jeez. Well, for anyone to listen, like, hey, listen to it. The idea is it's like you don't find out one way or the other. So you, you know as much going in as you know coming out of it. Yeah. Which was, I think, probably the biggest disappointment. But if you've watched Making a Murderer, it's the same way. It leaves you like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's the result? Yeah. So what Matt said to me was, Matt said, oh, you got to listen. Like, he told me this back when I was in Windsor. This was like probably a week or two guys before the very first episode of the podcast. Um, he goes, yeah, you listen to this, this podcast serial. She's trying to find a like a like a murderer. She's trying to stick like, this is crime. And he goes, and I feel like I want to solve the crime. Like... I've already listened to it twice and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta know, like I gotta solve this to figure out how it goes. And that I didn't, was not reminded of that until like we were listening to it and I'm thinking in my head, like, Oh, I wonder what happens. I go, wait a second. Matt says he wants to solve it. If Mm. it had a resolution, he He wouldn't wouldn't. be trying. He wouldn't want to solve it. It's already solved and been resolved in his head. Uh, But he said he's listened to it twice. Um, Same thing. Petter, the, uh, the Summersby rep, when we were sitting down talking, uh, he had mentioned, asked me, he goes, Oh, if you guys are driving, you know, have you, uh, have you listened to serial? Have you heard of that? And I go, yeah, dude, it's, it's already downloaded and it's part of our trip. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who's, um, who's interested, yeah, you like podcasts, check out serial. It's, uh, it's quite good. There's other seasons of it. Um, if you read the reviews and listen to other people, everybody says the season two is nowhere near like season one. They go, yeah, there's no way they could possibly repeat season one and season two in terms of like the interest and success. I found season one interesting, um, in terms of being the best story, you know, the best podcast, uh, it, it got, uh, I think it set a record of how many downloads. So it is interesting. It's cool to see what a podcast can be in terms of, you know, jur- investigative journalism and things like that. So not to, to, to stay on this topic too long, but the idea is basically 
Uh, if you're looking for a cool podcast, you want something that's a little gripping and uh, and exciting, check out Serial. Uh, I can only vouch for season one. It's all I've heard. The reviews mm-hmm. seem to tell you to turn away. And again, the reviews say season one's amazing. I'm saying it's it's all right. So <laughs> season two will probably be shit. <laughs> but um, anything do you want to add to that before we move on? Yeah, I think you covered it. That's okay. Good. Yeah, I talk a lot. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, So we got to our Airbnb at a good time. Um, it was dark. Mm-hmm. You know, we got there for 11 o'clock East Coast time. Um, and uh, and our uh, our guest, our guest, our host was so uh, was so accommodating. I mean, they yeah. they stayed up. They, uh, you know, they, they showed us around the house. When we got there. It was absolutely stunning. Um, I'll post, uh, I guess, a video. I did a quick little tour. The, the video has you doing your makeup on a chair and a mirror in it. So. Yeah. If you don't mind me putting the poster, That's I, I or the, the, the video, yeah. sorry, posting the video, I'll put that up. Um, what did you think of the Airbnb, hon? It was gorgeous. I wish we spent a bit more time in it just to relax and stuff. It had windows all throughout the room. So you just like sat back, you could see everything, the harbor, everything. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I've got a great picture of you uh, the day that we left while you were waiting for me to finish packing, just sort of sitting in the window and uh, you can't see in the picture, but you're eating a banana and <laughs> drinking your coconut water. So I found an angle where they hit the banana. But I think part of what I really liked about that, um, mm-hmm. that picture is that you never get to wake up and then just relax. Like you wake up and you're, you know, your shower, get the kids up, you know, run around making lunches and everything. So I, I think mm-hmm. there was just, it was, I, I, I think it felt very foreign to me, the idea of you just getting up. <laughs> it and, did feel foreign. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, well, it was a beautiful shot of you. Basically, you sitting by this giant picture window, you know, overlooking the harbor in Halifax, and then, and then I was just, I don't know, something seemed, you know, odd and beautiful about it. And then I was just like, oh yeah, I never see you get up yeah. and just relax in the morning. Well, that's it. It was so relaxing. Sometimes I'll wake up an extra like 45 minutes earlier. Um, I'll set my alarm at least almost every day 45 minutes earlier, so that I'll have that 45 minutes before I wake up anyone. Just, just sit watch a show, go outside, do whatever I want just to be alone and just be quiet and, you know, enjoy the relax and then I'll wake everyone up. However, I hit snooze a lot and sometimes I miss that 45 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's okay. It's a sacrifice. I know what I'm sacrificing and sometimes I need it. So yeah, no, it's very understandable. Um, well, I remember that and that's, of course, I've already jumped over the whole trip to the last (laughs) moment you sit in the window. But, um, I mean, the Airbnb was great guys. They had a in a toilet with a heated seat. I don't think I've ever had that in my life. Go I ahead. didn't like it. No? Because it felt like somebody else just sat there. So all I felt was <laughs> somebody else's ass was just here. But I was like, no, no. It's fancy. Anyway. <laughs> just tried to, I wish you guys could see her face right now. She's, it was like weird. It's, I don't know. It's like it discomfort. It's like sitting in piss in a public washroom. <laughs> I don't. Well, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. We've been to the public bathrooms with the piss all over. So. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So many gas stations. <laughs> it wasn't that I, bad. She, yeah. I wish you'd seen the picture of the one on the way back. Oh, I, I'm I so glad I didn't. Gross. Um, but anyways, we had a, a wonderful host. Uh, I'm going to sh- give him a shout out. Harrison, thank you very much for, for making us feel so welcome mm-hmm. uh, in your home. We were there for two nights. The, uh, I'll get to that part in the story when we, when we get there. But we got back real late the, the second night. And they, uh, they left the door unlocked for us so we wouldn't have any issues getting yeah. in or anything like that. Because it was like a password key uh, keypad or whatever. Um, and they figured just rather than making it difficult, they said, we'll just leave it open for you. Just lock it when you come in. 
Um, and I'll, and I'll tell that story too a little later on, but, but effectively what we did guys was we got there, it was 11, 1130. I, uh, I hopped in the shower real quick and then we went to sleep because mm-hmm. our plan the next morning was to see the ocean for the first time. And we had our alarm set for what? 530. I think six. We were going to do five, 530, but then we really needed the sleep. Yeah. We were pretty, we were pretty bushed. We spent mm-hmm. a whole day in the car. So we, I remember waking up at 530 to go to the bathroom and this, and it was already light out because mm-hmm. our, our plan was to get to the beach, Rainbow Haven beach and see the sun come up. And, yeah. uh, that, that didn't, <laughs> it was when the sun was up when we, yeah. when we at five thirty in the morning. Uh, I guess when there's no mountains or hills or anything to be in your way, you were effectively on the coastline, mm-hmm. uh, comes up a little, little, little sooner, exactly. little sooner. But, uh, it was, uh, I mean, we, we got what got dressed quick, super easy. Yeah. And, uh, and then I took the wrong, well, we went through Tim Hortons, right? Canadian tradition. You can't mm-hmm. you just get up and start your day. You need a coffee. We got our, our uh, morning coffees. Drove to, uh, what was it? The, the bridge. It, okay. This was so cool guys, because where, where we came in, we didn't get to see the Harbor right away for the first time on our way over to the bridge to Dartmouth to get to, to rainbow Haven beach. We saw the shipping yards or at least some of the mm-hmm. shipping yards. Holy shit. Was it ever cool? Like those big shipping containers all stacked along each other. And then you could see these giant cranes yeah. that basically lift these things off of the boats and put them down on the, the, the dock or the shipyard, yeah. whatever the fuck it's called. And then those big yellow things, they're like these weird, they look like these weird things from Tron, those big square things from Tron that, that oh, basically, yeah. That yeah, drive it around. Yeah. That'll grab the shipping container and drive it around to organize it on the, uh, on the actual dock. And how did you know about how all these things yeah, work I again? How I was, was going to say it. I, gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> I played Grand Theft Auto five, man. And there was a, there's a mission or whatever where you're on the, the docks and you drive these yellow things. I'm like, what the fuck? And then you'd move shipping container things around. <laughs> so I saw them. I was like, I know what those are. Otherwise I wouldn't have had a fucking clue. It was so, too funny though. You're like describing, look, this is, does this, this does this. And I'm like, how do you know? You've never been here. And then I you told Grand me Theft why. Auto. Yeah. See guys, video it's games so cool. are educational, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it works. Yeah, it was cool. So then we went to drive over the bridge. And of course, I was still using Apple Maps. So I took the wrong exit. And instead of going over the bridge to Dartmouth, we just did a big turnaround, mm-hmm. came back. Oh, but we re- realized we needed gas. Yeah. So it worked out, actually. Yeah. So we got the we got the gas that we needed. Um, and then take two. Us going to the beach. Take two. Yep. Cross the bridge to Dartmouth. We do have a time lapse of that. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, excuse me for the yawn. We got the, um, we're recording this Tuesday night, of course. Um, oh, are we going to make it without falling asleep? Uh, yeah, we will. As long as <laughs> others don't fall asleep, I think we're good. Yeah, guys, don't fall asleep. Why you got to be like that, right? It's like the road trip. The passengers can't fall asleep. It fucks up the driver. Is that right? the rule? I failed. No, well, yeah, I, I think different circumstances, but effectively on road trips, it helps yep. to, to keep people awake. Um, but yeah, so we went over to the, the Rainbow Heaven Beach and it was pretty cool, guys, because I think we got there before they even opened up the main driveway. We parked at a place and had to go for a walk to to the beach and where we were headed, we weren't exactly sure because our, our mapping that we had created for ourselves was based on driving down this big driveway to the front. So what we did was we just went, followed this path and hope it led us to this beach. We found this beautiful wooden boardwalk yeah. and... I want, I hope to do it justice describing it, but as we're walking across, like, I guess the boardwalk might even be wrong. It's just like a wooden sort of bridge path mm-hmm. thing. And as With we're just grass on each side of that bridge, grass, yeah. grass, grass, and very, yeah, tall. very tall, tall grass. So we were hearing this like, and it's at first I thought it would, yeah, that was terrible. 
That was <laughs> better. This, that wasn't better, no. But it was basically like just, just it sounded like the wind blowing in the grass. And so I was like, okay, I wonder if this is the right way to the beach. Like it, like the the vantage, how this this bridge and grass was raising up like a hill, it could have been like we, we could have breasted this hill and it was like a giant field in front of us. Yeah. And we kept walking and, and, and going. But as we were walking up the, the uh, bridge thing, I, those that swishing sound very quickly became distinct. I'm like, that's not the wind and the grass. That's waves. Yeah. And as soon as we got to the top of this this pathway, there it was. There was the mm-hmm. ocean in front of us. It was so cool the way it just sort of came over the horizon. I felt like if we had walked along a lot of sand first and it was in the distance, yeah. you know, we could see it coming for a while. It would have been less, you know, yeah. ma- majestic or a surprise. So the the fact that this whole trip was based on on the bucket list item hunt of of you seeing, you know, both yeah. of us seeing the ocean. Mm-hmm. I think it, that happened in a very cool way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we had the whole section that we were in, that whole section of the beach to ourselves. At some point, we'll post pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, probably sometime this week before the story gets so old, nobody gives a shit. So again, mm-hmm. guys, one man podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. I'll I'll post the stuff there if you want to have a peek at some of the stuff. Um. But it, it was great. We we stood in the water. The water was fucking freezing. So cold it hurt. Yeah. Like I, I tried to endure it a little bit. And then as soon as I got out of it and the blood went back into my fucking, yeah. you know, veins, it, it hurt. It was very painful. Yeah. Um, it was also very early morning. I think at this point it was like 730 in the morning. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was cold. We got some great shots. So there's pictures like we tried to take selfie stick We had the selfie stick going. You had your camera. So we've got some great shots of it, but I think in our faces, even though we're trying to take pictures of us standing in the water and stuff, yeah. like you can see it in your face that you're in pain. I know. <laughs> I know. What was that like though? That's, I mean, this is your bucket list thing. I want to give you a couple, you know, a couple minutes. Like what, what, how was that experience for you seeing the ocean? Um, I guess I didn't know what to expect, right? Didn't expect it was going to be so cold. So originally my idea was to like swim in the ocean. That wasn't up for, yeah, that, that wasn't happening. Bad. Um, but, uh, just the view was so beautiful. So as much as like, it wasn't exactly what I anticipated, it was still the, the presentation where it was like, we could hear it, but not see it yet. Yeah. That was amazing. Um, yeah. And then just to be a part of it, to take pictures around it. That was really nice. Um, I, I took some rocks. <laughs> I was going to say, just steal rocks. Like a bunch <laughs> Of rocks. Yeah, there's um, pictures of her with a big smile on her face running across the beach <laughs> with her rocks. arms, her arms cradling a bunch of ocean rocks. <laughs> my jacket. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a picture of me standing at a dock with a big smile on my face. That's me smiling and laughing at her stealing all the rocks. Yeah. But it's cool. And they're they're the rocks are there's rocks all over the beach and they're smooth, smooth, smooth because they've been kicked around the ocean and eroded and stuff yeah. like that. And all kinds of different colors. Like oh, just so beautiful. Like, can you just imagine like different areas they came from and Yeah. Yeah. Every rock cool. tells a story. Yeah, now I've got like a rock in each room so I can always remember us going to the ocean. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. The um yeah, so that was that was our experience in the ocean. We took some pictures and stuff, we'll post that stuff later on. Um we went back to the car. Went home, took a nap. That was so nice. <laughs> Honestly, best nap I've had in a long time. Yeah, it was great. And we didn't, it was only, wasn't only like, what, an hour? If yeah. That? But we slept right by the open window with our faces, like, facing the window. Yeah, I don't, it's it hard so to nice. describe yeah. it. There, there was no headboard to the bed we were laying on. So, basically, our pillows and everything were right in line with the the. the windowsill yeah yeah so really like if you're we were laying on our sides or something like you open your eyes and you're staring out at 
the Halifax Harbor, the bridge, the sun, the the place that we were staying at was up on Hill. And again, I, I, I want to, uh, I just want to thank uh, Harrison and his family for, for being so, I mean, that was an outstanding part of the mm-hmm. trip was just how beautiful our rest space was. And we wish we had an opportunity to spend more time there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that nap was great. I can't remember the last time that we were able to have a nap together, mm-hmm. you know? So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, then we left the fun part, part two of our, uh, East yeah. Coast journey was, hey, let's have some seafood in, uh, you know, the seafood town, you know, the, the right at the East Coast. Okay, Josh, you don't like seafood. Have you ever had it fresh? Yes, I have now had seafood. Not every kind, of course, but I've had seafood fresh caught market fucking price. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We went to the waterfront warehouse. Um, they were great. Huge place. Uh, we sat on the patio outside right at the Halifax Harbor. It was gorgeous. Oh, beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, the staff there was outstanding. Uh, outstanding. I, I might be wrong. I'm going to take a stab at it. But I believe our server's name was Natasha or something close to it. Maybe Natasha and Natalie. Just uh, Waterfront said they were going to check out the episode. So I just want to let them know what a wonderful job. If you have any employees that are like that or that were working... <laughs> On the, what the fuck was it, Friday? Even last Friday. Oh, God, what days were we there? It yeah, Friday. Again, I, I, the amount of time and effort it would take for one of them to listen to it and then give a fuck who served us. Um, but I got a chance to see Matt, Matt Jalbert, a regular podcast listener, good friend of mine who had suggested the Waterfront Warehouse where he works. Uh, he's one of the chefs there. Matt came and sat down with us, said hello. Uh, his shift was going to start, so I uh, didn't get to stay and chat with us for long, but it was great getting a chance to see Matt again. Uh, and of course, always appreciate you listening to the podcast, buddy. Thank you so much. Um, we had coconut shrimp. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized after seeing coconut shrimp on a menu for several times that all that means is shrimp that has been breaded with coconut. <laughs> that uh, was so funny. You're like, oh, it tastes like it's coconut. coconut. <laughs> yeah. Coconut I shrimp. Go, is that why it's fucking God? I feel stupid a lot. <laughs> I thought it was like, you know, there's like tiger shrimp. Or something yeah Am I, no, is that a thing? I, I get it there is tiger shrimp yeah and See, it's not breaded tiger around it yeah no. so that's you know fuck it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought i'm like i'm like coconut shrimp maybe it's like the shrimp that's got like a oh, for fuck's sakes it's just shredded coconut on it breaded yeah. but there was like a super nice mango sauce and a super nice raspberry sauce that they had that we could dip it in mm-hmm. so coconut shrimp was great yep reasonably priced oh hey guys <sighs> here's the magic of podcasting we've got cooper who's deciding to go ape shit on his on his little toy. So it's okay. I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> Lady's going to see if she can stifle the squeaking. He's really getting it going there too. It doesn't matter what I do every week. I can put things on airplane mode or what. And uh, and there will still be something. Do <laughs> you get it, hon? Yeah, I got his collar off too. Oh, his collar was on too? That's funny. Well, that's funny. Now she's moving the box of toys so he can't get it. I was actually thinking of that earlier. The 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 dog might start barking because that's what he does he'll find a toy that he wants us to throw and he'll start barking at it and i'm like no no we, he'll be good last time we did this he was good he didn't come at us you got it flipped backwards love <laughs> sorry it's is it's flipped see it's flipped outwards on yeah. you that's why it's the things yeah you're doing fine Got these pain in the ass headphones. They work decently, but they're a bitch to get on and off. And of course, at a moment's notice, because the dog squeaking a toy. I'm not editing any of this out. You guys can listen to it and <laughs> be like, "What is the? Yeah, you want to run a podcast? I'm gonna get to that a little later on. 
there's a uh, there's a question coming up that has something to do with that. So I'll address that. Anyways, uh, back to the story. We had coconut shrimp, right? How was that, Angel? It was delicious. Yeah. We had, um, what else did we have? We had, oh, the best part of the meal, the crab cake fritters or crab fritters. Mm-hmm. Those were delicious. So good. Yeah, right? Yeah, they were so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was, uh, I th- I'm trying to remember what they had in that because I want to try the crab cakes because crab cakes are a thing you see on a lot of different menus and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and then and then it's the, the server suggested the crab fritters. We tried those. And then, of course, we said, you know, she had suggested the lobster. Lobster's super popular, blah, blah, blah. And we said, okay. I think it was actually, thank God for you, because I think you were the one who's like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just try the lobster. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, fuck it. So we decided to share one. Thank Christ. Oh, if we got one <laughs> each? Yeah, oh, if we got one each, I'm pretty sure there would have been a lot of other memories we wouldn't have been able to make. Um so here's the thing. Yeah, we, we started with the claws. I The the server was great. She explained to us because I said, like, look, I don't know how to do this. So, okay. And here's Cooper on the podcast feature. We actually have three people featured. Still one man, one woman, one dog. <laughs> I'm sorry for the little breaks, guys. Cooper. So Sorry, guys. It's okay. Coop. Oh, Jesus. It's always like right between my legs behind the chair where it's difficult to get at. So... All right. Sorry, guys. Thanks for bearing with us. Um, What were we talking about? Lobster. Yeah, lobster. My brain is fried. This is me on a daily basis. One little thing happens. I make it sound like Squirrel. I can stay focused. Yeah, Squirrel. exactly. Um, So, yeah, we got the lobster. The server was great. Told us how to get the meat out of the side. She's like, there's this. She's like, there's this black sack and it's behind its head. That's its stomach. You can eat it, but it tastes gross. I'm like, all right, then I'm not going to eat that. Yeah. And we, so we start with the claws and the claws were outstanding. Yep. I thought the claws were delicious. Um, and then I started to eat the, the meat out of the legs, which you sort of have to like chew out or like roll out or squeeze out. Yeah. Um, that was decent. A lot of work for very little payoff. Yeah. But we did it. Um, and then what? The tail. The tail. <laughs> it wasn't horrible. I didn't but like it. Yeah. Which is good because I got to eat yours. Did you eat mine? I did eat yours. Oh, good. Okay. I didn't want to waste it. Jeez, it was expensive. Yeah, we didn't even know. I thought, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you guys the truth. I've seen lobster fest signs and, you know, yeah. restaurants and stuff where it's like $27.99 or whatever. Things like that. And I'm like, okay, that seems reasonable. Um, we paid $50 for this thing. And it's not like we budgeted for an expensive meal. Mm-hmm. But for like the amount that I ate, a couple little, you know, like if you took an entire lead pencil and cut it up that's how much meat i got out of the legs <laughs> yeah you know and then the claws are not a significant amount anyways i'm not i'm not uh i'm not bitching about too much it was great i got to try lobster fresh experience right there on the harbor exactly right? yeah exactly you pay for the experience yeah when you cracked open the fucking lobster there was all this green shit along the sides and i'm like these things are bottom feeders and apparently you're supposed to like when you catch them you're supposed to let, leave them in a tank for a little bit to like get all the garbage out of them to like purify them or something. I don't know how accurate that is. Please feel free to write in and correct me on it. But uh, I just looked at this stuff. I'm like, I don't know what this is. And she didn't say anything about there being green. One of the chefs inside when I was asking, he goes, Oh, the guac. (laughs) That's what he called it. That's that's what it looked like to be honest with you. He goes, Oh, the, the guac. He goes, yeah, you can eat that. And I go, what is it? And he goes, well, it's kind of like their intestines and the stuff in their stomach, like that they're Mm. processing all the stuff that they eat up. And I go, so it's the fucking shit. 
Yeah. It's the gross fucking gunk from the ocean that you don't want to eat. I rubbed it off. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. I fucking poured my water over it to oh, like try okay. to rinse it. It didn't. It didn't just rinse off. So I was like rubbing it with my napkin, trying to get all the shit off. And then I had a couple bites, and it was so chewy. Yeah, it's I, very tough. Yeah. So I didn't. I mean, I, but I've done it now. I've I've eaten lobster yeah. fresh, and I still don't like it. So, so there you go. Yeah, and everywhere we went, this was a kind of a cool thing. Was like when you're in Montreal, everywhere you go, you, you see the smoked meat is on the menu. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everywhere you go, smoked meat is thing. Well, we were in Halifax. Lobster rolls were yeah. on the menu everywhere. Everywhere you went, you can get a lobster roll. And I almost wish we had tried that, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm. Ah, a, because it's cheaper. Yeah. And uh, B, because it's probably all of the good part of the lobster already chopped up and processed. But for maybe you not. Mayonnaise. You know how they make chicken salad. Right. Could be that scenario. Yeah, could be. I don't know. Still would have been worth a try. Yeah, well, I think the good news is, like you said, we've had the experience. We have tried fresh cut lobster, blah, blah, yep. blah. We put our plastic bibs on. Yeah. We dug in, like we full out, <laughs> we embraced the whole Absolutely. The whole thing. So, yeah, I, I have no regrets. No, and me neither. It was it was interesting experience. Some experiences yeah. are gonna be good, some experiences are gonna be bad. Uh, and, and we got to do it. Now I know going forward, someone asks me, I'll be yes, I've tried it, not for me. Yeah. Um, but I definitely recommend, I mean, like I said, uh everybody there seemed to be having a very, very good time. Everything else that we tried on the menu was was spectacular. Yeah. Um definitely five stars recommend the yeah. the waterfront warehouse. If anyone's in Halifax, please check it out. Like I said, my my good friend Matt works there. Um and uh, and the service was great. Everybody was was fantastic. Yeah. Even the waterfront warehouse has messaged us since and said, "Great, can't wait to, to listen to the podcast." So, um, thank you very much for that experience, guys. We then left to go to the Cabot Trail. Yep. The big part of the trip, that one that I was sort of given uh, my friend Mika shit for mm-hmm. for suggesting. Um, we drove there, guys. The drive out was was kind of more of the same of being on the road, right? Just highways. It was what three and a half hours to get there. Once we got to Cape Breton, we could see the the hills starting to come up. We saw water in some areas, and we're kind of like, "Oh, is that the ocean? Is this? Are we back to you know the the tip of the the land?" Because we traveled inland for most of it, mm-hmm. um, and then we know that once we started to get to Cape Breton, we we will be getting close to the you know the coastline again, the Cabot Trail. Yeah. Um, but what was kind of funny was that I, I told you guys that uh, speaking to the RCMP people when I did that show. They were saying that it takes about three hours to go around the whole Cabot Trail. And at this point, you and I were thinking that it's like, it's just a road along the coastline. Like if you Google the Cabot Trail and and you look at pictures, guys, you see a lot of pictures of just what look like roads along the ocean. Yeah. So we thought it was. Yeah. And I thought we looked up maybe somewhere to eat or whatever. And it showed like this one spot as I was following it on Google Maps, real close looking around. It showed like this one section where there was a few restaurants beside each other. So I thought that was like the one spot where you stop and you can get some food or some shit along the Cabot trail. Yeah. And that didn't end up being the case at all. This was like, there was towns along it, people's houses. Like this was like traveling, you know, to, I mean, fuck, there was more places to stop than some of the highways between Ottawa and Toronto. Yeah. There was camping, there was Airbnbs all throughout, not Airbnbs, sorry, like, the old, B, the old school B and B's yeah um yeah all kinds of stuff gas stations more yep. or less yeah yeah mm. gas stations at the beginning and we'll get to that in a little yep. bit but uh 
Yeah, when we started the Cabot Trail, we went to Bedeck, mm-hmm. which was recommended to us, and that was beautiful. Yeah. That's the one spot out of this entire trip where I, I just really want to find myself again someday. Um, I don't mean mm-hmm. find myself in like a spiritual journey, but I would just love to spend a couple days in that beautiful little town. Someone had recommended us. When we looked at Bedeck itself, we found an image of a lighthouse on a on an island, and we were like, okay, we want to find that. So when we got off the Cabot Trail itself to go into Bedeck, um, I was on this like one, this this main street. There were streets all over the place, but I was on this sort of one main street, and I just said to myself, I want to stay on this street and see if I can find this lighthouse. I don't want to start going off too many different side streets and getting lost in this town because, oh, there's there's me going in my head again. Um, just to take a step back for a second here, um, we were saying we thought that it would take three hours to circumnavigate the, the Cabot, Trail. Cabot Trail. When I stopped for gas in Cape Breton the last time before we got there, I asked someone how long it takes to go around it, and the woman there said it takes it could she goes well it really depends it could take five hours or it could take three days yeah and when i found out five hours i was like well it's five five o'clock now yeah i'm like we don't have five we're not even there yet and we don't have five hours to go around and that's if you just drive around it you stop for nothing yeah so we were like shit that's not the number that we got from anybody Mm mm-hmm so we were booging, but we stopped in Bedeck because we wanted to see that lighthouse. So I stayed on that main street in Bedeck and just said, I'm not going to spend a ton of time getting lost because we want to see this Cabot Trail before we lose the light. That was that was what the thought in my head. And um, it was beautiful driving down the street. It was like restaurants, all these patios, people were all over the place. There was boats all out in the water. People, you know, like I, I don't know how it was like a small town that was so alive. You yeah. know, there was people that were walking across the street. I mean, it, it's it was... It's hard to describe, guys. All I can say is that it seemed like the kind of place you wanted to be walking around and part of the community. Go have a meal, have some drinks, stare out at the water, you know, hop on a boat and go for a little tour around the, uh, you know, the the water and the ocean mm-hmm. and the island. It was it was gorgeous. Um, but I kept driving, and uh, maybe three or four minutes down this road, we found the exact lighthouse that we we're looking for right on this road. So we snapped some pictures of that. I've got a three D shot on my Facebook. Uh, of this road and of course crystal had her camera out and she was taking shots so we'll once we get a chance to actually go through those we'll we'll have some of those up too um but badek b-a-d-d-e-c-k i believe um beautiful place back to uh back to the cabot trail itself yeah. i mean sorry guys it's, it's very wordy i mean mm-hmm. it felt like i mean part of what you're feeling right now is kind of what the trip was like mm-hmm. it was it was beautiful there was a ton tons of experiences um we got back on the Cabot Trail and drove. And, and after a while, like I said, we started to notice how many houses there were, how many, you know, little uh, bed yeah. and breakfasts, how many, you know, like, and then the, the coast was beside us for a big portion of the time. Um, and it was just beautiful. And then, of course, at one point, we just started going up. Yeah. You know, we could see the mountains and stuff all, you know, to our left inside the land. But at, and we were kind of like, well, you know, at what point are we going to go up? We drove, saw the ocean. Uh, the the land started to get up. We took some pictures. Yeah. Again, we'll share those. But um, I mean, I I don't really know how to describe it. It was it was beautiful. You're yeah. you're driving along the ocean. We started to get real high up, and we're just staring. You you we got it a few times to take pictures, but you're standing there, and it doesn't matter how far left you look, how far right you look. You just have this beautiful crisp blue line on the horizon, which is the ocean, just mm-hmm. going off into the distance. Um, yeah, like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life next to you, sweetheart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah, I mean, it was it was unbelievable. Again, we'll we'll post some more pictures and videos. Like that's really, words don't do justice. I mean, for for two three weeks before our trip, people were trying to describe yeah. this and tell us what we were going to see and how beautiful it was, and you still don't know until you see it. Really. Yeah, but don't don't if you hear this, don't live and die without seeing this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it was beautiful. You're driving inside the land too, and there's all these little like ponds and lakes Mm -hmm. and there's mountains all around you that feel like they're surrounding you and you're driving through them the next thing you know you're driving right up to the top of them in in seconds it feels like it's so brief and you're just up at the top of these mountains you're you're looking out at at the ocean um the problem was is that we got to a point on this where we lost the light yeah it got dark and we started to notice that we were running out of yeah gas not not empty tank. We had about a, a third of a tank, but we were running out of gas, and it was about nine thirty at night. So and we were like halfway through it. Yeah, at and that point. and we started losing signal. So yeah. our mapping equipment, you know, to tell us how much longer we were, or where what point we were at in this thing, was now cutting out. So we didn't know how far along we were. We didn't know. Uh, where the next stop was, where we could get gas. Mm-hmm. So I think at one point, once the sun had gone down, oh. And we started hearing sounds coming from the engine. This this weird oh, like yeah. tapping sound coming from the wheels. Excuse well, me. yeah, it sounded like the wheels, and it was like, yeah, and oh, jeez, yeah. I think I just I'm I'm done. That's it. I'm 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 dying here. Yeah, you got yeah you got you got freaked out. That's for sure. For sure. But of course, it's your car, so it's hard to hard to fault you for it. Yes, part of it, but also, I mean. I, I don't know. We were out of gas. There's no one around. No, uh, no, no signal. signal. The vehicle's crashing. What, what do we do? Where, where, what animals are out here? What's going to happen? Like, yeah. the car was minute in that sense. It was like, what's going to happen to us? Right. You and, know? It was, it, and it did die down. The traffic died down quick. So yeah. we had no, uh, you know, there was no not a lot of other cars. There was construction areas too. Yeah. So we stopped in this one little restaurant at like 9 30 that was still open and we mm-hmm. said to them like hey you know we, are you still open to we eat we said yeah yeah no problem and then we said um you know hey there's probably a lot of places we can get gas and, and they were like well not really you know everything's closing at 10 o'clock the next one's like 50 kilometers away and it was like 20 to, to 10 yeah and he goes yeah i think close at 10 so you may or may not make it there so we were like okay well we're gonna skip eating because we hadn't eaten for a while we ate yeah. at lunchtime it's now like 10 o'clock at night yeah and we haven't eaten we had little snacks, but it's still not the same. Yeah, it's not a meal. There's only so many times you can eat Rice Krispie Squares and, and cashy quinoa bars. oatmeal replacement bars. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we got back on the road and we started to drive. And all we had was the fact that we were on this Cabot Trail. So we're just like stick to the Cabot Trail. There was offshooting yeah. streets and things like that. I should say like paths. They weren't streets. They were more like little little gravel roads and stuff like that yeah we stayed on it the construction got really bad now we're driving across all this construction in the dark in the middle of the woods with all these signs saying you know watch out for moose about to plow you and deer and whatever like it was just it was just too much it was creepy it went from being the most beautiful thing in the world for a couple minutes well for a couple minutes for a couple hours one of the most beautiful things we've ever seen to one of the most frightening experiences yeah, you I think know. on top of it too, I stopped looking out the window because to my right, all I could see is ocean Yeah. and trees and ocean, but barely because it was so dark and I'm like, we're missing so all much. of that. Yeah. So I would just, 
Yeah, and then and then the car started tick 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 tick, and then and we saw like it was so fucking creepy too because we were taking turns driving, and at one point we like see these weird sticks hanging out of the trees. At least I saw them. Yeah, and it started to get real foggy because it was going to rain later on, so to get real foggy, so there was this crazy like white mist coming out of the trees and on the road, but in blotches. Yeah, so it almost looked like there was like ghosts coming at you. Yeah, like I was just like, it's like one of those scenes from the movies where someone's driving on a road and it's the fog, and all of a sudden the ghost figure says, and you're like, "Honey, stop! I don't need any of that shit." Yeah, and then you're like, "Look, there's sticks like the Blair Witch." Witch. I'm like, "Shot it!" And it's so funny. Like 15 minutes later, we started driving, and we were seeing some of the same like establishment signs that we had mm-hmm. seen earlier which if you know we're going in a giant circle around the island so these signs that we saw are like what a hundred kilometers away from where we should be at the exact moment like yeah so the same type of business and we're not talking like mcdonald's oh my god another mcdonald's what's the odds we're yeah. talking like businesses that you've never heard of you know sam's sam's restaurant you're like how the fuck is there another sam's restaurant on the other side and then another business that we'd already seen i'm like holy fuck are we stuck in that blair witch time loop where every day is the same and you can never escape no signal no human no like like no other cars passing us or anything at that point yeah and then at one point we started to get the signal back we were able to see where the fuck we were and we were in fact on the other side of the island where we're supposed to be yeah you know we we we, um i think because we were driving up in the dark too the gas tank was giving us sort of a false idea yeah. of how much gas we had so we were actually running we, we had more gas in the tank than we had thought we were just at a you know a good 40 degree angle for so yeah. long that the tank thought we had less in it than we did um so you know hey we had uh we had a good trip we saw 50 percent of the cabin and that's what the guy said too when yeah. we asked him about the gas and how far away he goes he goes oh well it's dark now and he said which direction he go oh, we're going that way he goes oh you're gonna see the best part you're going to miss the best part because it's in the dark. And we're like, great. That sucks. Yeah. But we saw tons of it. It was beautiful. Um, I, I will go back again. What, what about you? Yeah. Hun? Yeah. I'd like to go back. <laughs> well, I don't know. Some, I remember that you were saying at the time and it could have been just because of the stress of everything, but you were saying for like the amount of time it took and everything that you kind of regret going. It was the way we planned it. And right. um, yeah, I recall uh, just being a little disappointed by the way we planned it out. Um, but it's not our fault. We didn't really know. Our expectation right. of it was different than what it turned out to be. So um, I just, because we were only there for like a day and a half. So most of our time was driving and then stuck in the dark driving and all this beautiful scenery there, but we can't see and well, we do anything it, with yeah. it. So it was just a little disappointing. Um, but lesson learned, now we know. Um, and we can recommend, I would say, Give yourself at least a day for that place, yeah. if not more. Like plan plan your trip around, you know, the Cabot Trail. Yeah, I will. I I just wished all those people that had told us it's three hours, it's five hours, it's four hours. I I wish. I guess I wish they had said, but but you know, it's not just a road. There's branch offs. There's places to stop and view things like. Mm-hmm. There's been record. There's restaurants. There's lots and lots as towns. Like I wish yep. that someone had that one woman who'd recommended Bedeck, thank God. But she didn't say like, hey, you're going to want to stay there. It's a town. Yeah. You know, people make it sound like it's a fucking it's a church. It's a general store, you know, one or two houses and then you're gone. This was a this was a town right off the cabin trail. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so anyways, moving moving forward with that, guys, we we got back. It rained in the middle of the night. We got back at like three o'clock in the morning. Um and as I mentioned, our, our host Harrison 
uh, had offered to leave the door open for us because we didn't even get signaled to call him and tell him we were going to be real far behind. Yeah. Like it was four hours from the Cabot Trail to Halifax. Yeah. So we were exiting the Cabot Trail at like 1130. Yeah, I think we ended up showing up at 2.30. We got back at 2.30? I believe 2.30 or 3, somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah, okay. Three, 3 makes more sense to me. I think that's close. Just because it was three and a half hours. So yeah, and we were at 11.30, so that would make sense. Yeah, but, but either way, I mean, not super important. The idea is that it's the middle of the night. We, we are staying with a, a host who lives there. It's not like, yeah. you know, so he left the door open for us. And it was funny because he got in the ocean that morning. I was wearing sandals the whole trip. So my sandals were soaked yeah. all day. And then when and we got sandy. home, yeah. And then we got home at three o'clock in the morning. We got home in the rain. It rained like a motherfucker driving back from the Cabot Trail. So my shoes, or sorry, my sandals were soaking wet. I left them, I took them off outside and left them outside to get rained on and get all the sand out of them and everything like that. That's what the purpose of When we woke up the next day, the day I took the pictures of you in the, in the window and all that, come downstairs, my sandals have been brought into the house and stuffed with towels yeah. to like dry them off and everything. Like I, I thought that was, uh, that was incredibly courteous and kind. Above and beyond. Like, Above and on. beyond B&B. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, again, thank you so much to our, our host, Harrison, who, uh, who took great care of us. Um, if we go back to Halifax, yeah. uh, definitely would love to stay with you again. Thank you so much for the, uh, the kindness. Um, yeah, in terms of, uh, in terms of the trip back, it was pretty uneventful. Yeah. I mean, I had a great time with you. We, we chatted, shot the yeah. shit, but, uh, it was very sad leaving yeah. and coming back. It's a long trip home after everything that we'd seen. Like I, I keep telling people, like, I think I left a piece of myself yeah. in the East coast. It was, it was so beautiful and so mm -hmm. different. It was, you know, and for the sake of a 13 hour drive, guys, if you haven't been see your country, it's, yeah. it's gorgeous out there. And it was so fucking easy. Yeah, it really was. You know, it cost us way less than we thought it was going to. So, and that was with us getting a lavish Airbnb. We were looking, it certainly wasn't in the price range that we started initially, but we saw the pictures and fell in love with it yeah. and decided, fuck it, it's our vacation, let's do it. Yeah. You know, and you know, fucking avoid the lobster, guys. It's a, it's a cost. <laughs> it's a cost we own. can take back. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Um, but yeah, so uh, it was a great time. The trip home was great. You know, the closer we got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say this, I'm a bit of a dick, but <laughs> I, I loved seeing the the scenery of you know eastern quebec newfoundland and then of course you know nova scotia when we got there i just remember like being like once we got into newfoundland or jesus not newfoundland uh new brunswick yeah once we got to new brunswick it was like yay I know. now we're part of you know, now we're in one of those provinces that wants to be part of canada <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I felt like I, I was loving Quebec, like Eastern Quebec when it's getting more, you know, hills and big trees and, and giant lakes and stuff. I was like, it was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, man, but they don't want to be a part. I'm like, look at this country. Look at our, look at our country. I'm like, well, for now, maybe, yeah. they'll, maybe they'll get mad again and want to leave. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, as soon as I got into to, uh, New Brunswick, I was like, all right, well, we're in a province that wants to be part of Canada. Yay. Like, yeah. No, no doubt. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, that was great. And the same thing on our way back too. It was just like, it was beautiful seeing it, yeah. you know. Um, and then of course it's, you know, late at night in Montreal. Montreal, it's lunatics. Yeah, you felt the difference when you were getting closer and closer to home. Oh yeah, just more traffic, more yeah. things. The land starts to get flatter. Yeah. My allergies, I started getting sniffly about three hours before we hit home. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'm like, ugh, we're getting back home. Mm. 
You slept for a bit too, which is nice. Yeah, a little bit. But we you got too. home. Yeah, I slept like the last what thirty minutes or something like that. I didn't get any during the day. Tried. It wasn't yeah. for lack of trying. Yeah. What do you got? I said, yeah, I tried to too, but you kept rubbing my leg. Yeah, I know. I'm. And it kept I waking me up. Much. <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed. We don't get to spend a a ton of time together day yeah. after day. So I was, I was, I'll def, I'll be honest. I was definitely just feeling wistful in the sense that I'm like, oh, it sucks that, you know, this is coming to an end. So yeah. I couldn't help myself. I just, you know, have that thought. I reach over, give you rub. And of course that would wake you up. So <laughs> not exactly the loving sentiment that I meant to do. Oh, you sleeping comfortably? Wake up. Yeah. But I was, I was just, uh, you know, it was one of those, you know, Hey, I, we had such a fun trip. It's a yeah. shame it's over. It quickly as it started. It yeah. Seemed to me. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a great trip, guys. Like I said, I recommend it. Thank you for listening. We're at 52 minutes right now, and, and all we've really talked about is health. I hope it's been interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got we've got questions and things like that coming up. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to jump past uh, a lot of the stuff here, guys, and maybe we'll just get right to uh, right to the sponsors at this point. Thank you for listening. If you're still with us, thank you for listening. Um, wonderful trip, wonderful trip. Um, so yeah, let's get, uh, let's get right to the, uh, the fucking, uh, partners here. Uh, we have got as usual, my partners from portablepress.com, the uncle John's bathroom readers. And this week's uh, article comes from uncle John's bathroom reader called nature calls. And the article is called hodgepodge. So because of our trip going out East with the nature and everything like that, I thought that'd be a fun, uh, you know, addition yeah. to read from. And as always, I, I read a bunch of different things and can't pick which one. There was a really fun one about nature documentaries, but it was four pages long. Mm. And I figured with how long the story for Halifax was going to be that it might not be the uh, yeah the best one to uh, to read. Just make you guys listen to the long version. So I got one called Hodgepodge. It just seemed to be a mix of some animal stuff. And as usual, I picked it out today <laughs> before the podcast. I didn't have time to read the whole damn book. Um, but this one just says, hey, quick, some animal facts. Snails have thousands of teeth, but they're unlike any you've seen before. Nearly, uh, nearly all snails have what are called radulas, which are hard rib bone like, or sorry, ribbon like, God damn it. I suck at reading out loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, nearly all snails have what are called radulas, which are hard ribbon like organs that look like tongues and contain rows of tiny teeth. Uh, some snails have thousands of these tiny teeth because they're replaced by new ones as they wear away. So there's some snail shit. Uh, the chameleon and American woodcock each have 360 degree field of vision, allowing them to see what's in front of them and behind them and even over their heads. Really? So yeah, it's like fucking virtual reality for, for what? American woodcocks and chameleons. Uh, goats can also see almost everything around them without ever moving their heads. How about that? Bats can hear at 120,000 hertz, the highest frequency of all animals. Large land mammals, such as giraffes, elephants, and cows, sleep less than four hours a day. Giraffes can actually go weeks, uh, sorry, go without sleep for weeks at a time. Wow. Yeah. Wish I could. Would you want to? (laughs) I mean, I like sleep, but oh, I get so much done, honestly. Yeah. Weeks. Weeks. We could have fucking had, we could have seen more in Halifax. Oh, yeah. We drove through the night. We didn't have to sleep. Not that we slept much, but yeah. Uh, Elephants can smell water from up to three miles away. Wow. Which is like, what, seven or five kilometers? I yeah, good math there. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I think it's like slightly more of a mile than a kilometer. I don't know. 
You guys fucking figure it out yourselves if you want to know if I'm right or wrong. I'm wrong about most things. Uh, a cricket's ears are not connected to its head. Its ears are located on its front legs beneath its knees. I feel like I've heard that before. I just knew that they rub their legs together and that's the sound. Mm. That's what I knew of crickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they help puppets come to life. Of course. <laughs> Crested auklets and whiskered auklets, types of seabirds that roam from the North Pacific, seem to be the most fragrant creatures around, emitting a pleasant citrus scent. They're known as tangerine scented birds. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to smell it. <laughs> Get a bird and catch it. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it does it does, <laughs> it, does. It, it just <laughs> it's like the fucking freshest skunk squirt in the world <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh snails breathe through their feet cool. that? yeah there's a fact for you they have feet yeah well according to this okay they do say that 99 percent of their facts are correct but they do have a mild amount of percentage for room for error i protest that one that's the one we're gonna call yeah cheat <laughs> <laughs> Um, an ostrich's eyes, uh, sorry, an ostrich's eye is larger than its brain. Uh, yeah, they're kind of... Seems like a dumb fucking bird. It's got a small yeah, head, right? too. It's got a stupid yeah. small head and a long neck. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. There are white horses, but no albinos. A true albino horse would have pink skin and red eyes. Wow. It would look like a bubblegum unicorn with no horn. Yeah. Contented elephants purr. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I know the pigs at the farm kind of purr. Do they? When you rub their bellies a certain way. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm so sorry. You go sorry. up and I'm rub serious. the pig bellies? Are they just laying on their side? You give them a little rub and they flip on their side and you rub their bellies. Oh, like Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Or when he's in shit. He just, oh, look at me. I'm cute. Well, they're in shit too. Oh, clever. Yeah, nice. Clever. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, and the last one. Newborn bats are a quarter of their mom's weight. That's like a human mother giving birth to a first grader. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then, of course, the uh, little fact at the bottom, which I am going to totally fucking butcher because they're giving me like the the Latin name for it. The Euhirudine, the true leeches, have suckers at both ends of their bodies. Wow. So they can like suck it twice? Yeah. It's like uh-huh. a double BJ if you get one on your penis. You ever see Stand By Me? The kid had a leech on his dick. Yeah. Yeah. And then he passed out. Yeah. Like he had that good of an orgasm. Thank God that (laughs) leech didn't do it, eh? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that was Hodgepodge, guys, from my partners at Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, the Bathroom Reader Institute. Uh, Check out PortablePress.com if you'd like to see all the different, uh, you know, editions that they have. They've got stuff about everything, fun stuff. I even bought a new one uh, tonight when I was out, so I'll be reading from that in the not-too-distant future. Um... And now your questions. No, not your questions. I got other fucking sponsors. What the hell's wrong with me? Uh, Summersby, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> our, uh, our sponsor, guys, uh, Summersby. Um, fantastic, fantastic sponsor. This evening, we have been drinking White Summer. What is that? That's Cronenberg Blanc. Uh, Cronenberg 1664 Blanc, which is a, a wheat beer with a little bit of a citrus taste to it, um, mixed with Summersby, half and half, bada boom. What do mm-hmm. you think of it, Angel? It's great. It's yeah. really sweet, but not too much like beer. Yeah, it's like it's it's like it's not quite beer. It's not quite cider. It's got a nice sweetness to it. Yeah, 
Dig it, man. It's going down nice. We've been trying it recently. Yeah. Uh, what else uh, did I have for them? I'm I'm uh, definitely suggest the mixer packs as always, guys. If you if you like drinking Summersby, and I'm starting to see that a lot of it, you do. Um, check out the mixer pack. It comes with apple cider, the Summersby, which is their like their flagship flavor. Um, they've got the elderflower lime, which was their last year uh, launch. They've got our personal favorite, which is the blackberry Summersby. And of course, the pear summers bee. So it's a great little thing to get. You get two of each. So if you want to sit down and try some summers bee with a special somebody, just uh, just grab one of those mixer packs and check them out. And what I, I wanted to say too that I'm loving, loving that you guys are referencing my summers bee slurping. Uh, you guys are sending me Facebook <laughs> messages, pictures of you guys trying it, buying it, enjoying it. Um, would definitely love for you guys to uh, tag. You know, take the picture and, and tweet it or put it on Instagram. Tag me in it. Um, I would love to retweet it or share it or, or anything like that. Uh, just helps uh, the sponsor know that uh, that their uh, their product is being enjoyed and loved and, and seen. Yeah. So I, I love that you guys are interested in it. And I really do love the the product itself. So, you know, it's not like there's someone to just tap me on the shoulder. And go, hey, can you advertise our stuff? We, we thoroughly do enjoy it ourselves. Yeah. And uh, and I'd love to share your picture. So, of course, uh, we're one man podcast on everything. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So, uh, you know, hey, if you see one, you want to send a picture, just throw it up on social media, tag us in it, and I'll retweet it, share it, like it, whatever it is. Um, so thank you guys so much for, uh, for, for uh, you know, tasting it and, and, and doing that. I appreciate it. And finally, uh, my partners at Absolute Comedy. This month they have the Prove Your Comic competition doing. I'm going to play their ad now. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. Yeah, as I mentioned, the Prove Your Comic competition is happening at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa and Toronto this month. Um, the uh, The Ottawa competition goes from Monday to Wednesday every every week in July, uh, Tuesday to Thursday every week in Toronto uh, in July. So um, yeah, I was the feature act last night. So uh, another nine hopefuls came in. I got a chance to jokey joke while the judges tabulated their votes. Uh, Jason, who you've listened uh, to me interview here, was uh was in saskatchewan he's at a funeral um so we were there so jay was not there uh and man was there over a ton of mistakes there was a miscount in the voting we announced oh, no. incorrect winners <laughs> um oh, no. they forgot to do the draw with the comedians after the show so we still gave everyone advice and it wasn't until there's was two people left who were like hey what's uh, what's the order for tomorrow and everyone's like what there's we don't there what oh shit we forgot i'm like are you kidding me so not that any of you guys need to know this, just basically ragging on the fact yeah. that we had no fucking idea what was going on. But I had a great time. That's I good. entertained the crowd. <laughs> so that was uh, that was fun. We had a great time uh, last night. Looking forward to see who moves on there uh, as we speak, performing right now. The oh, yeah. Cur- yeah. That's right there. Yeah. So they're going to be doing their thing. Hopefully they're having a great time and uh, and everyone's strutting their best stuff. Um, uh, as, for, uh, as for you and I, 
my love, we are going to answer some questions. We got uh, oh, we got, got questions. We got emails this week. We got four of them. Sweet. Um, so I'm going to start by saying, guys, if you want to send an email, contact at onemanpodcast.com. Don't care what it is. Don't care if it's a question, comment, concern, story, thing that you're working on, whatever it is. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. The first one comes from Mika. And Mika says the Cabot Trail. Was it worth it? Do you feel like you've grown a bit or experienced a bit more of what life has to offer? Hopefully you could look past the task and take it all in. Mm-hmm. So Mika, yes, I... I enjoyed it. And yes, I would say it's worth it. Like I said, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything so fantastic. I only saw half of it. Yeah. You know, we only saw half of it. Um, in terms of, do I feel like I've grown a bit or experienced a bit of what life has to offer? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I already knew that there was an ocean and trees and stuff. <laughs> I like the question. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. I do feel better because I've got, you know, an opportunity to travel. I, I need an excuse to. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I, I needed a partner in crime. And of course, you know, it was mm-hmm. great that, that, you know, you and I got a chance to go in and see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the night's... Sorry, the was night's, that a question to me? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, the night's catching up with us. We're both... Re- those That absolute comedy promo, thank God it's a recording, gave us a chance both to breathe and look at each other. We're mouthing words at each other because if we talk, you'll hear us. The mics are connected mm-hmm. to it. Much like the dog and all the ding-dongs that happened through the, the iPad. But... Um, yeah, I mean, we we enjoyed it. Meeks, I I definitely I remember you you messaged me. We're like, hey, well, you know, you don't have to. And like, I I I get it, and I appreciate the suggestion. It was definitely the to me the highlight of the trip was just was yeah. seeing the Cabot Trail. Um, it, it was great. We just didn't organize it well. I think, if yeah. anything, it was just our organization. It was a great suggestion. Um, we just should have dedicated the trip to it almost. It was, but we just didn't know, like nothing wrong. Yeah. Just... And every, every person, every Google search, yeah. everything I did at everything that we looked at yeah. would not give us a clear answer on how long it takes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like if we had known that it was going to take like to, to be able to enjoy it nine, 10 hours yeah. to do it start to finish, we would have allotted for that. But my bad too, because honestly, I wanted to see a sunset. So I'm like, let's do it. If it's going to take about three hours, let's shoot to be there three hours before sunset. Yeah. Three or four hours before sunset. That way we get a good, you know, but because it took much longer, we we, I, we cut it too short. So yeah. it it is what it is, but now it just means, hey, we know what it's like. We got a taste of it. Yeah. Now we can do it again. Yeah. It was a great little preview yeah, of what it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So great experience and thanks for the suggestion. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. Thank you very much. And I'm sorry we missed it. We got a call on Saturday on our way back from uh, from Jimmy, who has not written in in a couple of weeks, by the way, but I know is listening. Um, for a call from Jim and then we see an Instagram post or Facebook post later that, that you and him were having a yeah. a barbecue or something. So sorry we couldn't make it. We were driving back from the, the East Coast. Yeah. So I know you're listening. Thank you very much. Uh, a, for the question. B, for the suggestion. And uh, and C, for uh, for the invite to the barbecue that we unfortunately couldn't make. Trust me, we would much rather have been there than driving through there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thanks for running in. Uh, Vanessa, a.k.a. Red, writes in, Hey, buddy. First off, thank you so much for helping me get tickets to my, or sorry, for my intern to go to your Canada Day show. She really enjoyed it and said you were hilarious, but was sad to not be able to say hi after. I explained you had to book it to Montreal. So to address that, I was actually one of the last people in the room. Um, You're very welcome, of course, and and please thank your friend for actually coming out to the show, and and, and I'm glad she enjoyed it. Um, 
but uh, I'm not sure if she felt maybe intimidated to come say hi or anything, or maybe just didn't see me. Um, but I was there to the, to the very end. I actually ended up walking my mom and my brother and his wife and everybody out of the room. And it was just the servers left behind us. So I'm uh, please tell her thank you and, uh, and loved having her and, and by all means to, uh, to approach next time and say, uh, say hi. Yeah. Um, I'm glad she enjoyed. You also continue to write. Uh, I figure I give you a tip on audiobooks today. You can get them at the library. Yep, that archaic infrastructure. <laughs> I was suggested to use audiobooks too while on mat leave, but was like twenty dollars for an audiobook. I don't even pay that for real books. Not to mention you are poor as fuck when you were on mat leave. So yeah, library is the way to go. Libraries are actually pretty awesome. Ours even has a seed bank where you can borrow plant seeds. Uh, here's an idea for a podcast topic, how you started your own podcast tips and tricks for starting one, or maybe you don't want to give away your secret sauce. Hope your trip to the East coast went well and that the Cabot trail was everything it was hyped to be. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I have used the library for audiobooks. I, uh, actually got a bunch of like, uh, Tony Robbins stuff at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I put on my computer and ripped as audio files oh, and then burned yeah. onto CDs. So I've got copies. Uh, I got some some Deepak Chopra stuff and uh, some other things. It was very brief. It was like one time I got a bunch of shit, ripped mm-hmm. it, and then brought it back. So, I mean, I really should do that again. Uh, so definitely appreciate that suggestion, and it's one that I have used. Um, I guess like the audiobooks and stuff that I want to listen to feel like more current. So I'm always worried that if I go to the library, I'm going to be reading like, you know, like the 1956 edition of, you know. Yeah. No, you can get some pretty current stuff. Even Brody was getting some generally current um uh uh xbox games oh really sorry yeah oh that's cool yeah i like that mm-hmm. well that's pretty cool i didn't know i can get that i mean I, xbox one stuff no xbox 360 but this was also like maybe a year ago. Years ago yeah, yeah okay so. all right but even still that's cool that you can get video games at the library for free yeah I like that. The seed bank thing is also interesting too, but what does that mean? Like you, you say borrow plant seeds, like what you plant a seed, grow it, and then you harvest, strip the seeds from what you've grown and then return said seeds to that's the library. That's a very cool idea though. It sounds interesting. What it is. Yeah, but that's, so I would just say, how does that work? If you can follow that up, you know, maybe yeah. next week or something, let me know how that works. Do they actually expect you to return seeds or go buy new ones or, or what i mean I, I think we figured it out but yeah but I, i'd be curious to how it works yeah. yeah um and in terms of like you know uh idea for a podcast topic how you started your own podcast i just i fucking i read i did i did what i do whenever i do an adventure i started googling and i was reading articles and watching videos and it got confusing um there seems to be no consistency like anything else, right? It was like, it was like researching the Cabot trail. Everyone's got an opinion on it and nobody has a solid answer. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if this episode has taught us anything that as usual, I have no idea, you know, I put all these notes down in front of me and I think that I've got a good structure on what I'm going to talk about. And I have no idea, you know, how it's going to go. In fact, for example, too, like I can lose my train of thought. Um, Spider-Man. I saw Spider-Man on Sunday. I even mentioned to you guys off the top of the show that I would talk about the new Spider-Man movie. I, I, the questions, I could have just finished the questions and completely forgot about that. Just looking at my notes now while I was talking, I, I see the Spider-Man thing. Um, I will very briefly step into that. I saw the new Spider-Man movie. It's uh, part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, a lot of fun. It gets. It's the first Spider-Man movie I've ever seen that really focuses on the fact that Spider-Man is a, is a teenager. 
He's a very young guy. He's in high school and he balances high school life with crime fighting. Um, in all the movies is kind of like, yeah, he's in school. You see like a scene just remind you, oh, he's in school. And then that's it. He doesn't really deal with school shit or anything like that afterwards. This one was like, it was, it was, this is a kid who's in high school mm-hmm. and he's also got these superpowers and it was sort of a mix back and forth of both. Um, no spoilers or anything like that. Uh, really good movie. Um, it features Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., some other characters, uh, you know, some other mentions from the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, very cool. Definitely check it out if you're a fan of the superhero movies. Um, but again, Red, getting back to your question, I don't have a, an answer as to sort of what makes a good podcast. I still have no idea if this isn't even a good podcast. I enjoy doing it, and I love the fact that you guys are listening. Um, I hope still at this point in the podcast, I'm losing the angel across the way. She's I'm so, good. I'm <laughs> are here. you doing good? It's past my bedtime. I'm doing good though. You're doing phenomenal. Come and on. I, I appreciate you being a part of it. I, <laughs> we should have probably done this a couple of days earlier, just because uh, of all the stuff we were going to talk about. I just did my best to make notes. It was it was a lot to take in, guys. We were really like under the gun in terms of uh, of time, but. Uh, yeah, so but I, I wanted to have you on it just because yeah, I figured it was like something I we it was basically you and me for three days straight and no no separation between us, which was yeah. great. Um, it was so funny. I've got some tiffs. Uh, I got an email in a second. I'm going to read, but yeah, I mean, Red, really, anybody can do a podcast. The idea is that it, it is what you're going to talk about going to be interesting or whatever. For me, I I think that this was just an opportunity for me to connect with people, whether it be because of comedy or, you know, personally, I wanted people who are interested in my comedy to get to know me a little bit better as a person, you know, my, my things, what made me tick the, the important people in my life. Yeah. Um, but I, and like I said, I mean, it's tough because people tell me all the time, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. And it's like one person telling me, and it's hard because I, I do want to please everyone. I want every one of you who are listening to get what you want out of this podcast. Um, that's hard. That's impossible. I can't do it. No, I don't think you can. And that's actually, believe it or not, something I've struggled with in my life. Mm. But not Summersby, man. They please every time. <laughs> um, it, it's one of those things where I um, I did that thing where I tried to please everybody and ended up disappointing everybody. You know, you say yes to too many things, whatever. And so one of the things that I've worked on in the last couple of years, it's been very important to me. It's just, I don't commit to doing things. I don't say yes to people or anything like that, unless I'm sure I can. I try my best to set proper expectations. If someone asks me if I can do something, I'll say, well, give me a time frame, and I'll, I'll see if I can make that. I'm not going to say yes because I don't want to disappoint you. So, but that need with the, the, the podcast and everything that, 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 that need and that desire to want to make everybody happy is still there. Mm-hmm. I'm just never going to do it. What, what one person might want is what, you know, not, and I've had Chris, Chris last week is like, for fuck's sake, stop apologizing. Yep. You know, if people don't like your podcast, they can listen to something. They can go to hell. I think is what he said or go <laughs> fuck themselves. But you know, and I, I even had a wonderful person who I met yesterday with my rideshare job who I told her I had a podcast. She binge listens. She even sent in a question, which I'll be reading shortly. So people are enjoying it, even mm-hmm. though I'm like, I, you know, I live these events, so they seem very secondary to me. But in terms of making a podcast is if you're passionate about something that talk about it, you know, yeah. research it a little bit. It's not that expensive. I, I did, um, you know, I'll tell you what my secret sauce was for mine was that I knew that right away it wasn't going to be what I thought, you know, be this great podcast that everyone was going to love. So do you hear that? Do you hear that notification, everybody? Mm -hmm. I've discussed this before. That's the workout at Good Life (laughs) notification. 
I deleted that fucking notification before I recorded this podcast. I deleted it out of the calendar. Isn't it late at night though? We're, yeah, eleven o'clock. To work out at it's a. It's, it's not eleven o'clock now, but this notification is to t- telling me to work out at eleven o'clock, which means it's probably getting close oh. to ten. Um, Strange. Yeah. I deleted it out of the calendar and every subsequent one I fucking, Hey, but ding, do, 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 do. There it is again. I don't know how to fucking describe, but that's my life guys. You're, you're, you're quickly learning that it doesn't matter how much I plan for. There will still be sidesteps. Um, anyways, what the fuck was I talking about? Yeah. My plan, my secret sauce was while I am trying to develop a podcast and do something that's interesting to you guys, I didn't want anyone to have to struggle with the quality all right, because someone's like, oh, you don't need to buy all the equipment that you're buying. You can just you can just record on your phone and upload it. And I said, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. If people are bored or if I'm just yammering on, I don't want them to have to struggle with the quality as well. I want at least the quality to be decent. decent. So food for thought, that was, my, that was my saving grace, I guess, is that I went and I got proper microphones, headsets, recording devices. I learned how to use sound carts and stuff like that and bought apps for the iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That was a shitty answer to your question, I no, guess. No, that was good. Yeah. You think so? I appreciate that. Um, and the East Coast, of course, as if you've been listening to this episode, it, it went well. It was it was busy, but it went well. I had a great time. It was good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It was I, a I, great uh, experience I'll remember forever. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really stopped talking about it since I got back. Yeah, me so too. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Me too. Um, so Tiff writes, there's a lot of questions in this one, hon. So buckle up, baby. Okay. Um, so Tiff writes, so happy you made it home safe. What would I do without my weekly podcast? Um, back to work, bucko. Questions for you. Oh, yes, I have some. You may have answered these already in your podcast, but anyways, did the B&B you stay at leave mints on your pillows? No, they did not. And Harrison, if you're listening, you fucking better. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, so it was a, it was an Airbnb. No, it's no mints. It's like no tips on uh, Uber, right? So you, <laughs> no, no mints mm-hmm. in Airbnb. Did you even stay at a and b Yes, we did. Of course, we stayed at our, our wonderful. Yeah, but he did leave a vase uh, with fresh flowers. Did he? It was a vase of some kind of flowery thing. And yeah, a balcony had um, all oh, edible yeah. edible plants, uh, kale, uh, I don't know. There was else? dill. Kale I remember dill. Out. I remember okay. dill. Yeah, kale because I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> kale's not supposed, also not supposed to be good for you. He's like, well, it has more protein than I'm like, it's fucking guy. Yeah. I just remember, the, okay, the house that we stayed at, guys, was beautiful. It was beautiful. There's garden outside. It's one of those places that you go into and you're like, fuck, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. I should have made better decisions. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was it was a beautiful home. And uh, yeah, I was afraid to touch anything. <laughs> everything was expensive. We had like, there was guitars in our room. We had guitars and a yeah. fucking giant telescope that I'm pretty sure cost more than our car. Well, he was saying when he was giving us the tour, and if you play music, there's all these different instruments. Feel free. Yeah. Go ahead. That's what I do. I just like, bust into song. Oh, okay. Who the fuck is this guy? I know. John I would Lennon? love to hear that. Come on, guys. Get it going. Yeah. Oh, if you just feel the, the mood strike and you need to bust into melody, we have guitars. We have pianos. Yeah. It was great, Harrison. I'm not, I'm not busting. No, it was awesome. You're listening, buddy, but that was fucking... It, it was... Yeah, I'm like, I would love to be that guy who's like, that oh, that's what that. I need. I just need an, yeah, I don't have my own. God, I just have that in me. Yeah. <laughs> I have that yeah. talent burning inside me <laughs> that I can just, just, I just need the instrument. Mm-hmm. Just put my hands on those strings or those keys. Yeah. Um, no, it was great. It was really funny. 
Um, I, I enjoyed, yeah, and the, the, the edible, the whole place was beautiful. Yep. You know, we joked, we joked about the, the little guest house in the driveway, the little shed. <laughs> it was so We're small. like, who lives out there? It's like, ah, oh, the grandmother. Like, but get then out there. there was an actual house next to it. And it's like, oh, maybe uh, that actually is. There's so many, there were so many like beautiful places there. Yeah. I kept joking. It's like, come on, granny, you're going to go live out there. You're ugling up the place. <laughs> the whole <laughs> house is beautiful. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So we're, we're back to Diff's email here. Uh, so yes, we did stay at a and b How long was the drive? So the drive was about overall 15 hours, yep. I would say. And that's because we lost an hour, but I know. No, 15. To be fair, fair, it's about 15. Yeah, 15 hours. If you're just stopping quick, if you got to stop every hour and pee and have a bite to eat in a restaurant or something, it's going to really add up quick. But we did pretty yep. good. Our stops were about 10 to 15 minutes long yep. and then back on the road. So um, stop at any sketchy bathrooms. Uh, yeah, pretty much all of them. No, mm-hmm. not. I mean, I no, just, it wasn't that bad, honestly. Depends on what you mean by sketchy. Dirty. Yes. I mean, I'm also using male washrooms and you're using female washrooms. That's true. Guys are like, I always say that when we were like, you guys are fucking pigs. Like when we piddle a little on the seat or something or get a little somewhere, it's like, you guys are fucking pigs. Do you even care? I'm like, if you want to know how dirty men are, look at a public male washroom. Mm. Like that's us trying guys. Bathrooms in public are fucking disgusting. I'm going to start taking pictures and showing you hun, just so I don't get in shit anymore. Yeah. I leave the seat up or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're gross. So I, I saw, yes, I saw sketchy bathrooms um, which are gross. Uh, best food you ate was what? I think unanimously the crab fritters. I think so. Yeah. Hands yeah. down. They were, fu- they were fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. From where? That would be the waterfront warehouse. Free plug for them again. Uh, what did Crystal eat? Same thing. Yeah. We ate the same thing kind of the whole way along actually. Yeah. To have the experiences. She yeah. didn't like the wraps we made. She made all these great wraps the <laughs> night before. She ate them the day we went down. And then yeah. that was my food in the car. I was yeah. eating the wrap. She didn't want those. Yeah. Anymore. Another good one though was uh, Donaires before we left. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Totally. So good. Oh my God. Yeah. We had Halifax Donaires. Um, with the, the day sweet we left. sauce. With the sweet sauce. Oh my God, guys. It was so fucking good. So yummy. We should have gotten more. I know. Why didn't we do that? Because I followed your lead. No, no. You ordered first. It's all your fault. Okay. <laughs> These were, yeah, they're good. really good, it guys. Good. It's like kind of like spicy donair meat, and then there's a sweet sauce which cuts yeah. the heat. Down. Ah, if you if you haven't had donairs in Halifax, you you, it's different. It's like getting a munch a smoked meat sandwich in Montreal. I don't. I keep using that reference. Yeah. It's the first one that comes to my mind, but it's like you know they do it right there. And in Halifax, I, I've heard in Ottawa. We've had those donaires mm-hmm. at uh, Hooli's. Yeah. And I've been told the manager there flies the meat in from from there. So Donair King in Halifax, that was the place that yeah. I'll give them a plug because it was delicious. And the guy who worked there was fucking amazing. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're you're traveling? So it'll be in the car? Okay, no problem. So he separated it. He put the tomatoes and the onions in its own container. He didn't put the sauce in because he said it'd be too messy. So he's like, just, just build it when you're ready to eat it. Like, oh, it was so nice. Yeah. He put a lot of effort into it. Like yeah. everything got its own separate containers, then wrapped in tin foil, placed in bags, put plates and nap. Like, I mean, plates and napkins pretty standard. But the idea was just he made sure that we would have a, a good meal when we got to it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was it, it was so good. The donor, I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. I completely forgot. And now that I remembered it, I'm depressed. I don't have it now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, was that the best? Was the crab fritters or the donair? Crab fritters. Crab fritters. Okay, yeah. good. So that's what I that's what I thought too. But um, still, yeah. Well, and the, and the the, 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 the donaires very close second. Yep. 
I think so. So from where Waterfront Warehouse for the crab fritters, which Matt said he made. Yeah, so, he did say that. Yeah, he said he had made those the night before. So the best thing that we ate came from my buddy who had made it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the crab fritters were from the Waterfront Warehouse and the donairs were from King of Donair. What did Chris eat? The same thing. Um, what is something you really wanted to do, uh, but did there, sorry, to do there, but didn't have time? Just the rest of the Cabot Trail. Yeah, me. I would say that. Um, I wish we spent more time just exploring Halifax. Yeah. I would have liked to see Peggy's Cove. Um, yeah. Even any cove, honestly. We we had originally planned to kind of see uh, Fisherman's, Fisherman's Cove. Yeah. Um, we did get some pictures of a lighthouse, but it was kind of over the water, which is still nice. But it would have been nice to get some um, up closer f- with the water behind it. Yeah. Um, but next time it just means, Hey, look, now we can make a list for next time. And you know, so, um, so yeah, maybe if anything we missed, maybe that. Yeah. And it was great. It was, it was so fun. Right. Uh, Well, and that's, that's what I think. I mean, I'd love to go back next year and plan the whole week. And like I said, take the family so that Mm -hmm. that way, you know, we, we get to, to share it and see more. Absolutely. It was, it was so great guys. Guys, if you haven't been, you gotta go. I I think if there's anything that we've expressed, Maybe not my, fu- I mean, no, no maybe about it. Definitely not my funniest podcast, but uh, if there's anything that you're getting from this, we, we holy shit, we had an experience from that out there. Um, just getting back to your thing here. Uh, did you guys get matching gear or swag on your trip? Um, we wore matching lobster bibs. <laughs> that was our swag. <laughs> was, <that> was <laughs> we took you, pictures of them. You got your Halifax uh, shirt. I did. I got a Halifax shirt because yeah. for some reason, okay, so the night before we left, um, the night I was supposed to pack, <laughs> we started making drinks. What did we drink, hon? <laughs> what is this called again? White Summer. White Summer. We so had like three of those. We each. had like three of them, so I'm packing. <laughs> and I, I don't drink much, so I was pretty tipsy. So in the morning, I'm like, eh, I've got everything. I, I brought one shirt for yeah. the whole trip. And it was like, what the heck? So I'm like, I need to buy a shirt. Yeah. So We were halfway to Halifax. And I'm like, honey, did you pack my swim trunks? <laughs> for the ocean tomorrow morning and she's like uh i don't even know what i packed for me (laughs) (laughs) that was the conversation we had in the car i I go sorry i had like shorts and pants yeah you had like what three pairs of shorts and then like a pair of socks and you're like i don't know if i packed any shirts at all it's so funny and then the morning she's like yeah we're ready to go (laughs) so over there i'm like oh shit i forgot my my short my swim shorts and she goes Wow, I'm talking. I felt I didn't burp, but I felt you could hear it coming up from my stomach. (laughs) That's interesting. I packed it. (laughs) Yeah, so no swim trunks. I just went to the beach in my, you know, my my track stuff. We didn't swim anyways. anyways. Yeah, it was too fucking cold, but. It, we didn't I, I everyone said it was gonna be cold well, they laughed at me at the rcmp thing they're like oh you guys are gonna try, we're gonna swim in the ocean they're like ha, no you're not it's too they're fucking so cold right. yeah so that was the one thing that was unanimous was like no too cold and i yeah. go i go we're going in july when the fuck is it warm they're like it's not no. never i'm like okay yeah there was that woman walking the beach though in the water she's like ah it gets warmer but she she stayed in the fucking water i think she her nerves were dead in her feet she must be but once you were in it for a little bit you stopped feeling. it was okay but it was when you went out and then the blood started rushing back down you're like oh, yeah as long as you so kept painful. the hypothermia in your feet then <laughs> you were fine imagine you just start walking oh, i'm fine as long as you stay in it then you 20 minutes later you take a step and your foot falls off oh <laughs> from the fucking frostbite or whatever yeah. oh it was yeah it was painful it was it painful was. um 
So what else do we have? Yeah, we had ma- matching lobster bibs. I meant to get a picture of you tonight in your Halifax shirt for the podcast, like with with the he- headphones oh. on and everything. I thought, but I couldn't remember anything because that's uh, that's the way it was. So whatever, we'll stage yeah. one later, maybe. Okay, but you've just told everyone, honey. Jeez. Yeah, don't, they don't listen to me. They okay. don't know. <laughs> that scared the shit of me. Uh, Brody <laughs> just came around the corner and just gave us a wave. And it was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Just my peripheral vision in the dark. Well, we told him, like, if you, I, I said, if you need to come up, yeah. just be very quiet and just make eye contact with us. Yeah. And That's if you need to signal horrifying. something, <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's much if creepier. you need to come up, don't say anything. Be quiet and then just fucking stare at me from the darkness if you could. <laughs> don't let me hear you coming, though. <laughs> scare the fucking shit out of me. Well, it worked. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did it ever. Um, <laughs> So what else do we have? Uh, did the people have, uh, sorry, did the people there have accents you couldn't understand? No. Not at didn't all. Didn't really hear any East Coast accent. Maybe no. very slight, but I mean, we didn't really have a whole lot of time to talk. We had the beach to ourselves. Yeah. We sat by ourselves at the restaurant. They couldn't have someone at the, the restaurant mm-hmm. like, hey, 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 want to try it? Hey, hey, And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no weird accents. Couldn't understand uh, any odd people in the streets like typical Rito kids or the have a dollar no. lady in Ottawa. Nobody. Very clean. Uh, there was. What's the, happening over there? I don't fucking there. know. What happens in your stomach after a white summer? It's fall. happening. It's fall. fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, it was deliberate, but um, we did have. Remember, we were getting ready to go over the bridge in Dartmouth. Remember the cop behind us turned on the lights, and I wasn't sure if they were pulling me over, but it was for the panhandler guy. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean, there was a panhandler like there is here. Yeah, by the highways or whatever. We saw a couple of hitchhikers, but I yeah, mean, how much we traveled, really? I I thought it was not too bad. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, I I thought it was standard issue for a city. To exactly. be totally honest with you, it, it didn't seem like there was any more. Um, anything you didn't like on your trip? That that's just the timing, the time constraints. That was the only thing. Yeah, yeah, it scared the shit out of me. All that stuff that happened. Yeah, I was kind of like, I just want to go home. Like yeah. I remember just feeling that. Just there was too much, so many obstacles. But other than that, I really no blame at anything. It was dark. There was yeah. no other traffic around. We were in the oh. middle of the woods. We mm-hmm. have no signal. Mm-hmm. We were we were running the potential chance of running out of gas. Yeah, like it was just scary. Yeah, so it was like yeah, like I said, it went from being a beautiful experience. To the worst, scary and terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it was it's a it's a fun story to tell. It's like everything else I do. It's like yeah, was it beautiful? Yeah, for the first part, (laughs) and then the chuds came. No, Um, (laughs) what do we have here? Again, how was the GPS? Well, it wasn't like Montreal in the sense that it pointed me the other direction. It just fucking faded out. Yeah, at one point, you know what I mean. It was pretty good the whole while we had signal, but then of course, we were talking about investing in an actual GPS that's like satellite. So that we don't have that happen to us where we run into, you know, in the middle of nowhere and just no signal means no directions. I know. You know what, though? I was cleaning up my car. Yeah. And I had to make room for, you know, the first aid kit and all this stuff. All and, those sandwiches and, you weren't going to eat? Oh, stop it. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, this old clunky GPS that I haven't used in years. I guess I'll bring that into the house to make room. We could have used that. Yeah. I really felt like such a, oh. For doing that oh wow lesson learned we made it we made it so we did it on our <laughs> own steam yeah we did it on our own um yeah so anything you didn't like on the trip again how was the gps any montreal moments i think you're referring to my door and the key not working mm-hmm. properly i don't think we had anything like that 
no real issues. Like I said, the big one was just on the cabbage trail in the dark, the gas. Uh, what's one part of your trip you wish lasted longer? Of course, cabot the, the cabot trail in the light, of course. it. La- we wanted it to fucking end mm-hmm. quick in the dark, but we wish it lasted longer in yeah. the light. And Halifax. Yeah. I mean, really, I wish the trip had lasted yeah. longer. But yeah. I mean, who couldn't say that about a vacation, right? Yeah. No, it's true. Um, and then you wrote, of course, Richie says he has no questions for you. Lame. That's uh, her husband. There's <laughs> no questions. Um, can you tell I have not traveled much? Haha. <laughs> Thanks for feeding my curiosity. Looking forward to upcoming episodes. Oh, by the way, the 20th, we find out if we're having a boy or a girl. Oh. I'll keep you posted. Cool, Tiff. Man. Did they have Summersby there? Um, I don't know. We didn't ask. We, I had a, I had like a local beer, like a local yeah. Amber and you had a Pinot. Yep. That was when we were at the waterfront warehouse. So I don't know. And then your last question, does Crystal like Summersby too? I do. do I do. I like the Blackberry the best. I don't drink a whole lot. No. And I don't drink like beer much. So this is kind of the, the closest thing. I kind of like wine, but, um, but honestly, this is all I've been drinking lately. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like I it. I like the sweet drinks. Yeah. I do. I like I like drinking the sweet stuff. Thanks for asking. Yeah, thanks for writing in, Tiff. I appreciate it. She ends with just a talk soon. Um, and then my last question this week, uh, guys, is uh, is from Ashley. Uh, Ashley writes in, Dear Josh, today has been a lot of... Uh, sorry, today has been a day of ups and downs for me. This morning, you were my blank rideshare company driver and kindly dropped me off at work while hooking me up with some free tickets to Absolute Comedy. Thanks again. You're very welcome. On the drive, you told me about your podcast, and since the moment I looked you up, I've been hooked and binge listening to your work while completing monotonous tasks. It's been great, but then I listened to episode number six and was rather perturbed by your definition of T and A in LGBTIQA+. I'm not sure where you found your definitions of T and A for the LGBTIQA plus community, but even in comedy, I find that one must be careful of how we use definitions in general, and particularly when speaking of... Uh, communities, uh, I guess of, of communities, uh, special caution must be taken when speaking of communities to whom you are not, and it's underlined, uh, a member of, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I know how to underline a word. I always, you know what? She's very eloquent in the way she's writing. Yeah. I always wish I knew how to do that. <laughs> just the right places to underline a word oh. or whatever. Like I would have bolded that. That's my go-to. So it just, it just looks really well written to me by yeah. Um, but anyways, I apologize. I digress from the point of that sentence, which is special caution must be taken when speaking of communities to whom you are not a member of whether on stage or in your podcast you have the power to influence how people understand concepts ideas and in this case the sexual and gender identities of members of the lgbtiqa plus community um, i would like to suggest the following corrections to your definition of t in lgbtiqa plus note all of the following corrections are from this great resource trans resource guide from carlton university's gender and sexuality resource center while lgb focuses on sexual identity t and lgbtiqa plus focuses on gender identity t can refer to trans transgender transsexual or two-spirit trans is an umbrella term for somebody whose gender identity or physical sex change uh, sorry or physical sex has changed within their life or or whose gender exists outside the gender binary male slash female uh i think that's c but it's listed as b uh transgender is a person whose gender has changed within their life or who does not fit within the gender binary. Uh, D, a transsexual is a person seeking to change their physical sex in order to express their authentic gender. And finally, E, two-spirit is an indigenous 
decolonizing identity, somebody who embodies the spirits of multiple genders. Two-spirit people may not necessarily identified with the word trans. Um, I would also like to suggest that you check out the Washington Post article, LGBTIQA+, a seemingly ever-changing acronym. Although A in LGBTIQA+, is often thought to stand for allies, in fact, that's rarely slash only sometimes the case. Uh, A stands for asexual, aromantic, and all individuals on the A spectrum. Lastly, I feel that it is rather unfair of you to ask to the LGBTIQA plus community, even in jest, to create a shorter acronym for themselves. On the one hand, you make this joke as a privileged cis heterosexual male. On the other hand, the acronym in an, sorry, in of itself barely encompasses or reflects the wide variety of identities and genders in the community. See Washington Post article. Josh, I really like your podcast and I hope that you can do more research on this topic and make some corrections to the definition of T and A noted in episode six. You are sincerely. Um, thank you very much for writing in. Um, I appreciate it. It's, uh, I right away as, but right, like I knew that this question was here and I did read it when you sent it in. Um, I just wanted to share it with uh, the, the, everyone listening, just in case anyone else felt the same way. Um, I'm just, a part of me is a little concerned that I'm now so low energy that I might not be able to give it as much love and attention and focus as, as I can, but I'm going to, I'm still going to give it the old uh, college try. Um, I did, I did research. So I, I, I spoke about it initially because, uh, it came up in conversation about how, uh, another comedian that I was working with, his wife had to learn the new acronym, which going off the top of my head was LGBTTIQQ2SA, I believe is the one that it was. So I was talking about it with, and, and I, I had a, a, a gay friend with me there uh, who was helping us because I'd, I'd only heard of a few of them, right? I'd, I'd heard of LGB, uh, LGBT, uh, LGBT, yeah, that was, there was four of them. And then it was like LGBTQ, and then it's just, it's this acronym that, a very, that at least to myself in a very short period of time has been growing and changing. And I think that's what the name of that article that you sent me was, is that it is an ever-changing acronym. Um, so at the time it was, it was, uh, it was just one of those, I would like to learn what this is. I'd like to learn more of it. So I actually did start Googling it. And one of the things that I, I ran into is that, that, uh, there didn't seem to be any one acronym. There seemed to be a different one in the States than there was in Canada. So the one that I received actually came from a government education, um, form or memo sent out. So I didn't have the, um, the memo. It belonged to my, my friend whose wife works for the government here in Canada. So that was the one that, that he had. Now I, I can't say that for a fact, I wouldn't stake my life on it or anything like that. But the truth of the matter is that's, that's what was there. And when I looked it up, it appeared to be the one in Canada. And then I saw another one for the States, which understandable governments take different sort of, you know, um, What's the right word? You know, not liberties or whatever. They're they're more they're more careful, I guess. More discretion on sort of how they present something like that. It is a sensitive subject, without without a doubt. And yeah. honey, feel free to to throw anything in here. I've got my my moral barometer in front of me. I'm staring at her face right now to see if I'm being a fucking idiot or anything like that because I can tell she's got a very good moral code. Um, I I was I was curious in learning more because I wanted to know. I'm, I'm not one of those people who wants to be ignorant. I want to know. Um, in terms of just the way it's phrased about changing my definitions of T and A, personally, I don't feel like any of these are my definitions. I feel like I'd like to know 
more about them. But even in the research I was doing, I was Googling, I probably spent a good hour or so trying to Google and find some serious, I, I did everything from Wikipedia, I did Urban Dictionary stuff, not to say that these are the best, most credible sources, but I was Googling everything, so top results, I was going to, to sites that typically people will go to for information, which is why I, I checked Wikipedia as well. And I couldn't find a consistent answer. There was none of them that that shy of like, you know, lesbian, gay, uh, bisexual. Like that was that was where people were, were on intersex became one of them, which as as I had mentioned was uh was being described as effectively a hermaphrodite. Um but but being called something that I, I don't even know if hermaphrodite is a negative term. No one no one said it. They would just say, you know, uh prior, you know, uh defined as hermaphrodite or whatever. So no one had mentioned whether or not it was a derogatory term or anything like that. And if it is, please forgive me for saying. Um, but yeah, it was, so basically in this research, it was constantly changing and I couldn't be confident what was there. So basically what that was me saying was, was to try to shed a little bit of light. Cause there's some people who are like, I don't know what any of that shit is. Right. Which I, I don't think is a good attitude by any means, but the idea was, Hey, let's see if we can give everybody a little bit more information on it. At least basically provoke the interest in yourself to do it. Now, maybe if I had stated that, that would have done it, but I had no confidence and I'm pretty sure I haven't listened to that episode in a while, but, um, I'm pretty sure I was pretty open about how I'm not a hundred percent sure on this. This is what I have found. Um, now you're right. I do have the power to influence people, but really if anyone listens to my podcast, I'm the most unsure of myself person in terms of actually trying to educate anybody else. Um, so in all fairness, like, I mean, it's not like I've got this definition of T and A that I'm steadfast to. I'm very open to learning more about it. And I, I do absolutely intend to read the two articles that you sent me because I would like to learn more about it. Even the acronym that you've used um, consistently in your email, LGBTIQA+, plus, is not the one that, that I found. I actually, I, I'm sure I stumbled across that one amongst many other ones. So for me in that particular instance, the, the level of confidence was not there. Now you say, you know, I, I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't, uh, unfair of you to ask to, to the LGBTIQA plus community to create a shorter, shorter acronym. Of course I was joking. And I think, and you even noticed that you said, even in jest, I was joking, not so much in the sense that they should change really because they should change. It's one of those things where a, if, if the acronym itself is not consistent across the board and communities, B, the definitions within the acronym are not consistent within the communities. I mean, all kidding aside, I will just come right out and say, of course I was fucking joking. I'm trying to take a serious subject and, and make it a little funny to make it palpable in the sense that, hey guys, big long thing like this, there's words with less letters in them than, than this. So an acronym, really the whole idea is to make something like that shorter and easier. So you know, first and foremost, yes, I was joking. I don't think anyone should have to change their acronym. But if if we're going to turn it into a discussion of something of a serious matter, I will say that um, I I think that that community uh, there's a lot there's a lot to understand. I think that that's reasonable. There's a lot to understand in that, and especially when, like I said, the 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 terminology in the community itself seems to have some sort of you know disagreement or or dialogue as to what what means which one means this, which one means that, at least from my, what I've seen, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of, of consistency or agreement on what one definition means. Um, 
which is why I had a hard time going, I'm confident in this. I think if you hear me reading it, I'm kind of going, this is what I found. You know, this is what I believe it means. Um, so again, anyone who's listening, please allow me to clarify that I had a lot of difficulty uh, getting the information and getting something that I felt comfortable with. But uh, but I did my best to try to offer a little bit of, of education and information, it being Pride Month and it being mm-hmm. something that came up in my life. Um, we Crystal was with me the night that I uh, I spoke, or not the, the, that night, the next night when I was talking about the acronym and how I was looking it up and stuff. Yeah. And we together were going through it, trying to guess which ones before we did the research. So basically, the, the, long, the long and the short of it is... Um, I think that it's something that I'd like to to know more about. Obviously, I don't like being the kind of person who walks around ignorant to things. I don't. I I've never been the kind of person who goes, "Yeah, I I know what this is." After everything I read, I still felt like, even though I could could name the acronym or the word, um, I still didn't know what the vast majority of it meant. So, in terms of the joke, um, if if it's necessary, I'm sorry if I gave the impression that I was actually telling the community to shorten their acronym. However, I will say that people who are intolerant and don't understand and who are, it's very difficult to get them to understand, making something um, accessible, simple, and and consistent uh, would be helpful. Because like I said, I myself, um, I don't want to say open-minded because that makes me sound like, oh, okay, I'm open to the, no, there's people being people. But I'm, I was curious and I wanted to educate myself and I feel like I'm better at digging than, than some. And so the idea that, that, I'm, that I'm open, I consider myself an ally without question. And I, uh, I was looking for answers and I had a very difficult time finding them. So I can only imagine somebody who's not uh, as open-minded or who's not as accepting or, or fuck, I don't know, thirsty to understand um, I can understand that being a, a, a big roadblock for them. So um, on a constructive note, I will, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cis male, you know, uh, I, I apologize. I haven't, uh, I'm privileged, all that stuff, which I will be talking about in a minute. Um, yeah, I mean, all that shit aside, I, I'm not telling them what to do. I'm not telling a community that I'm not a part of what to do. But I am saying that the community who is probably on the outskirts and obviously the, 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 where am I going with this? I don't want to say least accept. That's that's the shitty thing about it is I'm trying to speak on behalf of people I'm not. I'm not unaccepting of it. You know, I love everybody. So that's why I'm kind of going like, why, <laughs> why, why do I feel like I'm on I'm the bad guy? Do you know what I mean? Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sort of yammering on this. I'm sure the people who are not interested in this don't give a fuck. But the point being is, um. I don't feel like I, I attacked anything in a malicious way. And I think that the, 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 the joke, every joke has a bit of truth. The truth is it's a long acronym. It's an acronym that's different amongst different uh, communities in the sense that like different countries have a different acronym for it. Um, you know what I mean? So I guess the point that, 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 that the, the, the truth behind the joke was it's long and it's hard to understand. So if something's long and it's hard to understand, what do you do? You simplify it. Yes, I'm not in the community. It's not my place to say, but it was a joke. Um, and uh, I do apologize if it hurt anyone or if anyone took the impression that I was actually coming at them. I wasn't. I was just joking. I also joked that the acronym itself looks like someone leaned on a keyboard, <laughs> you know, but it's a joke. And I'm, I'm sorry if it was offensive. Um, I will say that I do have a personal policy on jokes. And uh, and that is, I, I, I think I sent this back to you in the email. 
was that um, I listened to an interview with Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I think this was after they did the South Park movie, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, which was after their second season. So at least, what, 18 years ago? Maybe 16 years ago? They're in the season 20 now, and that was after season two. So I remember uh, they were doing an interview, and somebody asked them, is there anything that you guys won't make fun of? Like, what's that? Do you ever sit down and come up with an idea for a joke and go, no, we can't do that. That's, that's too far? And, um, and they said, no, no, because we, we have decided long ago that everything is funny. Everything. There's nothing that's off limits because as soon as we decide, you know what, uh, this isn't funny. We can't joke about this. This is off limits. Then everything that we've done before becomes bigot and racist and everything like that, because we've now decided, picked and choose what we're going to make fun of. But if everything's open for joking, everything across the board at all times, then we're not, we're not. We're not, uh, we're not bigots. We're not prejudiced because everything is open for it. And I heard that, you know, I was, I was very young at the time, but I heard that and I go, yeah, that's, that is the fairest way. If everything's funny, then, then nothing's not funny. There's no lines. There's no separation, whatever. Um, and that's, that's what I hold it. So if I, if I hear an opportunity to bring levity to something, I will. Um, I think I've talked in the podcast before that people process things differently. You know, we're in a society now that, that quote unquote claims to be, you know, accepting and inclusive and all that. And never have we been in a time where people are told more and more what they can say and what they can't and what's okay and why your opinion doesn't matter and why mine does and all this shit. Um, I, I really feel like um, I just like to be honest. I like to bring humor. I think it's weird that we can't process things with humor, right? People can cry and it's okay. People can have, you know, um, different ways of thinking of things and, and expression and all that shit's okay. But but people like myself, comedians who we don't know how to process shit without humor, it's kind of like, oh, if you joke about it, you're a bad person. Like, why? It's just another way to process something. And maybe it's not palatable for you. Maybe, maybe to cry about everything isn't palatable to me. I can't process pain that way. I don't know. Fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm off a little bit in what I'm saying. But I'm just trying to say that I think comics nowadays, like we're some of the last truth tellers in the world. And, you know, we people respect you know, stand up because they wait for us to, to tell things like they are. Sometimes we do have a lot of diluted, you know, conversation and context of things in life, whatever. Um, and, and that's kind of what I've always enjoyed. I mean, I've had to, I've had a lot of people go, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Because I was, you know, because I was funny in situations that it took me a long time to find out what was okay. And when it wasn't, but, uh, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where I, I kind of feel like I, I, I'm not going to say the wrong thing at the wrong time, but at the same time, if something happens and I process it, something new that I don't understand, I could be the kind of person who would rather get angry about it and go, what the fuck is that? I ain't getting on board. Or I can, I can make a joke, which makes it, you know, uh, it brings levity to it. It makes it less threatening to me because I've joked about it. I mean, when we were fucking lost in the Cabot trail, I was cracking jokes the whole time because I was scared. I didn't know what the fuck where if we were going to run out of gas, we we're going to be stuck in the middle of the night, if the car was going to break down. Right. Well, I didn't know, but I was cracking jokes because that's how I deal with tense situations. Things I don't understand, things I don't know. You know what I mean? It's not because I'm a bad person. It's because that's how I process things. And, um, and yeah, like I said, I, I did make the joke and I'm, I'm sorry. I never in a million years dream of hurting somebody, but I, I can't, uh, I can't say like, oh, I wish I hadn't done it. I don't, that's how I deal with things. And, uh, and like I said, I, I felt like of all the things that are said, 
<laughs> you know, I, I really didn't feel like that was that that harsh, but I do respect, you know, your right to the opinion. The other thing that I've, I've been trying to, to tiptoe around and it's becoming more and more prominent. And now it's now it's sort of um, forgive the uh, the term. It's in my face with your email is the whole like, you know, my privileged cis heterosexual. I, I uh, Ashley, I appreciate your email and this is not directed at you. It's just this is just a, a reminder of it. But um, I, I personally, um, now I'm a white male, right? So whatever I have to say about the subject immediately gets discredited because I'm privileged and I'm this and that. Um, I really, this is the closest I think I will get to mad, actually mad on my podcast. Um, if you can hear anything, that's Crystal petting the dog and holding him. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can little kisses and stuff. I'm like, I'm about to get real mad while the little dog's making out with my girlfriend across the table. She's being so good. I'm just staring at your face to make sure I'm not I'm a complete ass. Quiet. You're doing a wonderful job. Um, there's a lot of fuckers out there that have shitty negative opinions towards a lot of different people in a lot of different positions. Um, and... We we're hitting a weird time now where we're not we're not listening to each other. Avenues of dialogue are shutting down and we're 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 making up new buzz terms, new hashtag bullshit ways. Forgive me, because I feel very passionate about this. And again, I'm a white male, so we can just sweep whatever thoughts and opinions and feelings I have on it. Just 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 sweep them right off the table. Why? Because I'm privileged. So fuck me for having an opinion. Um, I, I sound like a lot of, I think I, I sound like the people that we're talking about, you know, when we say those things right now, and, and I apologize for that. So I hope you stick with me to, to make my point. But, um, I think everyone has the right to an opinion. Everyone has one. And I think everyone has the right to one. I don't care. I personally don't care where you come from or where you've been. I am the same way. I'm curious and thirsty to learn new things. I am interested in hearing other people's opinions. Um, I think that this privileged shit, yeah, do I have advantages being a white male? Sure I do. But I believe everyone has advantages and disadvantages. And I think that the society that we're living in now, that this privileged shit where it's like, oh, well, you gotta, you gotta check your privilege. That's just a way of saying, you know what? Your opinion means less because you have this privilege, which to me doesn't sound like a privilege. And of course, yes, I have advantages. I get that. I get that, but guess what? We knew that before. No one's teaching anybody anything by going, hey, check your privilege. That's fine. If people want to start telling other people that their opinion means less or their thoughts mean less because of their privilege, fine. But to me, I will never say that to somebody. There's psychology and relationship uh, exercises and that where, where not just the exercises, but just the, the, the theories and everything behind it is that everybody's feelings matter. If you're in a relationship and one person acts like their feelings are not important or sorry, one person's feelings are not as important as another, we all know that's bullshit. That hurts relationships to act like one person's feelings don't matter. And now we're in a, we're in a global relationship trying to have dialogues with each other. Okay. And we've got these fucking buzz terms like privileged or mansplaining, which I think I, again, I hate it. I feel like some that's basically saying, I, I looked up the other day. I thought mansplaining was anytime you're a man trying to defend your, your position. So again, just like the LGBTIQA plus situation, I, I didn't understand the definition of mansplaining. I've since found out that mans, mansplaining means that uh, a man who's uh, explaining something to a woman, you know, talking down to them in a, in a real childish, simple way, which 
used to be a word called condescending. It just meant that you were, you were condescending to somebody and it didn't have gender attached to it. But now we've got this word mansplaining, which looks great with a hashtag in front of it that basically says, oh, it's a gender thing now, you know? It's condescending. We don't need this new buzz term, but what it's done is told one gender that when, and you're still a piece of shit if you're condescending to someone. Don't get me wrong. It's it's wrong no matter what. But now we've associated a gender with it. We've drawn more lines between each other with it. We've decided that when one person does it, it's worse. It's this. It's got a buzz term for it now. And I, I think that's wrong. I think a lot of things in society right now are wrong in the sense that we're trying to tell each other that that some people and yeah yeah why, why would I be upset? Well, because you're a you're a white privileged male who's deciding that he I don't I don't even I don't even get it. That's that's the thing that really sucks is I feel like I'm in a position where I can be a good person and I can come at nobody. In fact, I can even try to understand and be the best person I can be. And I'm in a position now where to have an opinion on something that's going on. There's buzz terms like privileged and mansplaining. That because of my gender, because of the color of my skin, I don't get to have feelings and thoughts on something. I got to quote unquote, check my privilege before I talk about something. We used to be able to have conversations with each other. We used to listen to what each other had to say and then decide whether or not there was merit. And we knew based on the other person's, you know, position where they were coming from. People could offer you thoughts and you didn't go, well, wait a second, before I hear what you have to say. Let me just make sure I, I check a few boxes off on your fucking position. Anyways, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to keep harping. I might start talking in circles, but I think that if, if you go into a conversation with anybody, and I mean you as in the Royal, not, not Ashley again, who I really hope, you know, I'm, I'm just talking in general. I really do appreciate your email because like I said, this whole mansplaining privilege, I don't, and I, I don't care if, whatever, whatever whomever gender race sexual orientation identity whatever it is if there's something that people come at you and they throw a label at you to dismiss any thoughts or feelings that you have that's bullshit that's bullshit you're a person i don't give a fuck anything else that comes after it you have thoughts you have feelings and you deserve the same the same seat at the table the same voice and I think, and I don't care who you are, guys, if you are one of those people who has decided that you are going to dismiss somebody else before they've said anything based strictly on, on the color of their skin or anything, you're going at it the wrong way. You're not open. You're not, you're not, you're not creating a new equality system. You've already segregated the person before you've given them a chance to speak. And I wish that I was the most you know, unfortunate case person saying this so that you could take my words seriously. But unfortunately, I'm just a white privileged male, maybe mansplaining at you. So I was just going to say minority or majority, it should still apply the same, right? Yeah, you should all get the same respect. And that's that's really all it's it goes back to that feelings thing, right? Nobody should feel like their feelings aren't important. Mm hmm. And so the idea that, that you could just sweep somebody's thoughts and opinions and anything, and I'm still talking about respect. I'm not saying somebody who's being an ass about it, being rude, being condescending, being disrespectful. No one should have to endure that either. But I'm saying that if, if a conversation starts with you don't, you can't, you know, before you say anything, make sure you check your privilege. What do you mean check my privilege? Here's my life experiences. I'm just telling you where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? Why does, why does that other shit matter? Yeah, sure. It's an advantage. I'm not going to tell, I, I guess that's maybe part of it too, is if somebody who's in a different position is telling you what it's like to be in your position, that's bullshit too. 
But the idea is to dismiss somebody's thoughts on something because of the color of their skin or whatever. I don't know. I think that's fucked up. But what do I know? I'm just a fucking comedian who, who puts in, you know, an hour's worth of effort before he does a podcast. So I guess I, I hope I've addressed everything here. And, and actually, I really hope that that um, I hope that we've connected in some way. Um, in terms of, of maybe giving some more insight as to where I was coming from at the time. Obviously, I do need to do more research. And I, I hope that uh, that podcast I did did not leave the impression that I was like, hey, here's what it all means. That's it. That's all. Dust my hands off. Case closed. Like, no, no. That was that was the what I had uh, at the time. And, and as it is an ever-changing acronym. And, and of course, all my listeners who you know are hearing this now, please know that, that that's not the obviously the accurate definition. And if you want to know more, right? Go, go learn more, right? Don't ever stop learning. Safe is dead. The world is going to keep changing. Let's all change together. Let's stop putting each other in boxes and labels and everything like that. Be, be good to each other. I read a great book. Speaking of audiobooks, I got the ultimate happiness prescription from the library, a book by Deepak Chopra. And, oh, yeah. uh, oh, it's, it's, I didn't get all the way through it, but, um, it, it was outstanding. And one of the things that was in it was to, to, to give up the need to be right. Yeah. So there's no part of me that's like, I'm right about this. Uh, I've, I've become more and more of a person who's like, here's what I think. Here's my side of it. You know, and his point was that whenever you have to be right, that means that somebody else has to be wrong. And to make somebody else feel wrong hurts relationships infinitely more than, than being right in that moment. You know, it affects things long term, makes people feel like obviously you made someone feel wrong. That's a, a terrible thing. And to keep pushing for that, pushing for it. So... Anyways, great book, guys. If I can uh, recommend anything to make us all better people, Ultimate Happiness Prescription uh, by Deepak Chopra. Um, that's the podcast, guys. Um, if you want to send me in an email and tell me how to think and be a better person, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ash. I'm just I'm just teasing a little bit, but yeah, I mean, please feel free to help me understand more. Every day I get up and I want to to you know understand my my world and everything a little bit better, uh, and of course understand where you guys are coming from. Um, I like that contact at one man guys. That's how you can send stuff in. Um, as always, I had the, the, my angel here, Crystal, thank you so much for spending two hours with me talking. We just hit the two hour mark on the Thanks podcast. For having me. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> great trip. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. There you go. That's all you need. No stars guys. Thumbs up. Uh, thank you one more time to our, our gracious host Harrison who, who had us, uh, in Halifax guys. I'll try to find a way to plug, uh, that particular Airbnb link. Maybe what I'll do is I'll throw it up on the one man podcast. So, uh, Facebook, one man podcast, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I'm running All out of steam jazz. too. I got so much fucking packing up to all the equipment. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to the one man podcast. I will be back next week. Got nothing coming up this week. Little lady's birthday party on Saturday. And that's going to be fun. We'll talk yeah. about that next week. Thanks for listening to this long winded me changing the world podcast. Talk to you soon. <laughs>